0: You should absolutely not be dating a psychologist. You specifically should not be Oh, wow. A
1: we, I'm going to cut this into the conversation
0: later about the start. Yeah. Why should I not be dating a psychologist? They'll figure just, out things all me quickly. <laughs> I think just somebody who's got, like, answers that are, like, in some way definitive about, like, how people feel is just, like, not a great fit for the way that you and a lot of people like me who are from, you know, uh, more, like, Mediterranean backgrounds like to talk Let's put it that way. I think, I think, I think a psychiatrist or somebody with psych- psychiatric knowledge bothers me in a way that I think that they would bother you also. With that, welcome to this not-so-common podcast. This um, is where I revealed that I'm a Scientologist right at the beginning <laughs> of this. I'm your host, Pat Contry. <laughs> and jumping
1: in before I could introduce him, you know him as a writer, as part of Super Beard Bros from the Chiluminati podcast and other ventures, such as a guest on more than one NES charity marathons, as well as the only filling guest ever on the Completely Unnecessary podcast. This is my pal, your pal, Alex Fassiani. Alex. Hey. So you, so I, we should not be dating people
0: in the psychological field. That's what you're saying. It's not. It's just, I there's not a lot of people that, I can, like, there's not a lot of details about someone where I, like, might get in an argument with them in a public setting, Uh huh. But, but one that I've discovered, you know, and not in a, na- a bad-natured way, just in a way where we butt heads in a way that I think makes other people maybe at the table uncomfortable, that kind of way. You mean it's, me, it's, me and you how we appeal, p- appear to other people, not me and you? I'm, I'm saying me and, a, and anybody who is in the psychiatry or psychology profession, mm-hmm. I, I often get in arguments with them. Really, yeah, and it, not 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 like I say, not in a hateful way. Just like
1: needle, needle, needle. Well, psychology was one of my one of my uh, majors, but I don't like fall onto that for training or for experience or anything. It doesn't. A, 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 an undergrad
0: in psychology is absolutely worthless in the real world. Um, so I, I took, I did English and uh, film. So hmm. you know, I know all about worthless degrees. <laughs>
1: They're not worthless. English is not worthless.
0: To it's, to to know how true.
1: to interpret classical writing and if, to express yeah. feelings and thoughts of yeah, others.
0: Like that's that's important for life, right? If you yeah, if your life is eventually teaching other people English. Wow. <laughs> wow. I thought I thought you were more romantic at heart than I am. Wow. I'm learning. I look someplace. I love writing. All right. Like that's a different that's a whole other world. But English, teaching English, that's not that romantic. That's like, you know, that's like if, if Indiana Jones is going out on an adventure, reading is Indiana Jones' dad. You know what I mean? Like, we're, you know, we're, this is this well, is not one of the, I wouldn't say it's one of the romantic ones, like English. No, yeah. Do you want to get into
1: Indiana Jones? This is sort of like a weird day. It's almost like Friday the 13th. We're off by day. It's Thursday the 13th. But this day in particular, with everything going around, I think we have, um, I'm not trying to be hyperbolic. This is the end of, the current Hollywood system, as we know it, in my opinion—that's
0: <laughs> pretty hyperbolic.
1: I was trying not to be hyperbolic.
0: How could you be more hyperbolic? You have—you Th- could say this is the end of America. That's no, that's not
1: <laughs> the Hollywood system changed in the '70s, as you know. There was a yeah, shift. okay, that's fair. There was yeah, a shift again. I w- probably a shift again in the '90s. You want to say with with the rise of the summer blockbuster more and more, um, yeah. and then meaning the 2010s with the you know superhero movies out the wazoo, which. Affects what's happening now, but you have a writer strike that's going on in the, for the past uh, couple of weeks, and now today a couple you of have
0: months even maybe was it now, been a couple right? of months, maybe two three months now.
1: But now you have a historic Screen Actors Guild strike started today, so Hollywood is basically shut
0: down entirely. More than sixty years have passed since this has happened, and as someone who is from LA, this is a palpable this is a palpable change to the way that life goes on in this city.
1: Does it feel weird? Because like, you're, the, you're the center of it, so you see like this is an effect a lot of people you know, obviously, or even people that you know, other like friends of friends and things like that. The whole industry is being shut down. So yeah. with, the, with, with, with the writers on strike, it was just, well, you can shoot things as, as long as it's written and ready to go. Like Deadpool was written ready to go. You can go to production as long as you have no writing changes or things like that. Now, with Not the, anymore with, with the actors yeah. gone you can't <laughs> yeah. you can't so now you can't shoot anything with actors you can't promote anything you can't promote actors. but now you can't even write anything for the future as well so we're talking about the the entire industry coming to a halt for tv and movies and Can in, i
0: say that it feels gr- like great it, to, the prospect of that seems amazing to me why you know? do
1: you think we, we were we were overdue for a correction
0: no just in a selfish way in a selfish way where now I can, like, watch some shit.
1: <laughs> so uh, the hell with all these tens of thousands of people out of work. It's like I can catch up on. No, obviously. On, look, by Jack obvi- Ryan, season four. Now on Amazon Prime,
0: which I, I'm catching up on, by the way. Obviously, I'm solidarity with pretty much. Like, I just tweeted this today. I, I have solidarity with pretty much anyone who's ever, stro- like, struck for any reason, striked, struck, struck, I struck, striked, yeah. striked. I don't know. Yeah. it's. I feel like it could be one of those weird exceptions. I have solidarity <laughs> with every strike that's ever happened, maybe ever, just by pure, like, philosoph- philosophical idea of what a strike is. Just, I'm just, just so the, it.
1: the downtrodden versus those in their ivory towers, right? Yeah. It's it's yeah. like for
0: 99% of the time the ones in the
1: ivory towers they can give up a little more. They can afford to have one less yacht,
0: right? Like, like Bob the- Iger today saying it's unacceptable what they're asking for from his like billionaire boys camp while he's making 27 million dollars a year while he's and then somebody asked him why? Why is it unacceptable? And he said I can't answer that.
1: Cuz I can't because it's it's funny <laughs> As I've gotten older, there was an expression of you know going back to the day like you would get more conservative as you get older. Going back, to, oh like, yeah, I don't think that I don't think that's happened anymore. I think with with people, their eyes being more open because of social media and news like constantly they like they, like you well, the fact that you get direct quotes from the head of Disney now almost in real time that you can react to. I think it does something a little bit different in your head. You're like, what the hell is happening? Like, it's harder to camouflage all these quotes and news items the way you you did back in the day when you'd wait till, you know, your newsman at 6 p.m. to tell you what was going on. This is constant. Like, there's less filter. There's not a chance to massage this stuff. The article that just came out the other day about the strategy, it's like the, the, the fact that they put it, In writing and allowed it to happen between the uh, the you know the producers uh, being that yeah we're gonna let the writers strike you on for several months until people are foreclosing on their homes and being thrown out in the streets that's our actual strategy how is
0: that the fact that record
1: yeah yeah so the news is that like that once I got out even some of the producers were screaming at each other like I guess they have their own quote unquote guild they're all together in their own pact Uh, but like all the big studio heads it's like once things are that nakedly transparent. It's hard to be like, well, they can just get another job. It's like, no, there's there's definitely forces in play it here where it's so stark at, at a certain point where, you know, like you said, like this is bound to happen. Uh, at least to me, in my mind, it's bound to happen. But this has been a long time coming in my view. This has been, I think this would have happened eventually, but obviously streaming has exacerbated the issues. With Dude, both the writers yes. and and, and yes. the actors, where like ten years ago these issues did not exist like they do now, and now in the past really four to five years we've seen a, a maelstrom of really strange moves. We've seen if I'm monologuing, just tell me to shut the hell up. I have a, I have a propensity for doing that. No, but I don't you, think so. you have the the, the probably the, the the rise of like seven mainstreaming services the past five years. Yeah, uh, Peacock. Uh, HBO rise, Max, now rise Max.
0: is a debatable word to use by the way
1: well emergence
0: they, let's say emergence they from didn't the exist and now or, you have yeah. power
1: mount and now you have the only one i would say it's separate is prime because that's like a lost leader so it really doesn't count like that's like not why you have prime it's like you have prime for free shipping and prime amazon is deals.
0: prime uh, is is gotta be considered now because like especially okay it's like a tax about, write-off for well Bezos. i live about one mile away <laughs> from like the hollywood of all this like streaming new media shit mm-hmm. like pretty much literally like amazon just purchased the movies the, the the studio the entire back lot like a mile away from my house like if anybody like any they're all legitimizing into things that are the size of at least where United Artists was when it came out, you know what I mean. I don't know what it was like for the other studios at that time compared to United Artists in size, but i I feel like I feel like this shift. And you're saying it's it's long time coming, right? Like I feel like if you live here, and and especially me, I'm you know I came up through comedy. Every single person that I know works in the industry, it's uh. The writing has been on the wall since like 2010.
1: Since that early, like basically, that was when, when streaming basically started with Netflix when they were getting the moment it, that it,
0: you can't see what's going on. Like, I, I, the, the before the writer strike and almost like going leading up to it, the big like discourse on Twitter that I saw was like really interesting to me it was like, everybody was like, you know, with the output, like the format of the output changing absolutely none. Like, Television shows are still television shows that come out. Uh, Movies are still movies that come out. People have to give somebody money in order to have the ability to watch the movies and watch the television show in some way, whether it be through consuming advertising or directly paying money. Right. This is exactly what's still happening. No difference in terms of just. The concepts, the big concepts, what I learned in 1995 when I was in school. The whole structure of the
1: industry, how things are made. Yes.
0: Nothing has changed. Yes. Except that in 2010, Netflix just decided to pretend that that didn't exist and just was like, oh, and you can't see the numbers and we don't pay residuals. And then every other company was like, word? Yes. (laughs) Yes. And what's interesting <laughs>
1: about that is that they trusted Netflix knew what they were doing when that wasn't their business. Netflix no. got big basically because they were basically a really good distribution network. That's the reason they they survived over Blockbuster tried their own uh, uh, own uh, you know uh, mail-in service for DVDs as yeah. well, but they were behind on distribution. Netflix had a distribution network beautifully set up that they can get you a new uh, DVD the next day. So then you have a distribu basically a distribution network that all they do is they're a wholesaler buying DVDs, right? Yeah, now, but at their
0: height, they're 20 billion in the hole.
1: No, no, no this is where I'm getting at.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 12, yeah. 12 years ago, before they started doing like streaming, 13, 14 years ago, Netflix, their, their bread and butter, they were a genius at, well, they were good at marketing, but they were a des- distribution mailing network. That's all they had to be good at. Now right. they're getting in the business of, funding productions, tr- traditional productions. Orange is a new black. House of Cards. And at first it was like, oh, they got a few things going on. And then you a few years later, oh my God, Netflix has more and more originals. They have more and more stuff going on. They have Stranger Things. They have movies they're they're uh, like that awful one with the Rock and Ryan Reynolds that cost two hundred million dollars. So they're playing they're in this playground that's existed in Hollywood for a hundred years, but they're just throwing money everywhere and it's seeming to work so that the traditional folks and Disney and HBO, they're like, hey, we have to do this too. Not realizing that Netflix has no clue what they're doing. Yeah. They just they just see money coming in and are like, well, just throw more money at it and it'll work. And it's like, no, 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 that's not what's working. They were first to the party, but is that sustainable over the long term? The answer is no, it's not. Just to yeah. keep throwing money and create constant content because you don 't know what the roi is for any of this content you yeah, have you know, no you idea know I, you
0: know when I, uh, you know when I started to get really worried about Netflix was when I heard them I, I had like suspected it for a while that this was their strategy, and then I heard someone say in some interview somewhere that their their thing was just green lighting shit that nobody else would green light. Yeah, like, South like Park did an episode to, about that. Well, yeah, Greenlight, yeah, whatever. Going, yeah. yeah, going to, like, going to, like, these directors that people never tell them yes, you know, and, and just being like, yeah, you know what, make it. Like, uh, you know, first draft movies being made into movies. And if you just think about that, logically... You mean, like, like,
1: first, like, rough scripts that are just like, yeah, we'll just do it.
0: It's like, yeah. you know, I mean, in some ways, like, you gotta be like you gotta be honest about like what has been happening for a hundred years in the movie industry, and you gotta be like why why do good movies why why is it so rare that a good movie is just like done when it first is like the first draft of it is finished, and why why do studios say no to movies and why do studios say yes to movies right and obviously like money is a big factor, but at one point in time, not too long ago, and this is why I say. You know, maybe we are getting more conservative. Maybe conservative just means not being a fucking moron now. Which be conservative maybe that's, financially, with terms of like money matters with entertainment. Maybe that's just what it feels like in general when you're a conservative. Is that everybody's crazy? I have a suspicion that it might be like that. When you describe yourself as a conservative, your main feeling is probably that everybody besides you is insane. But my thing is with this is like. We're looking at a company that, for over 15 years, probably has been just openly and obviously doing things like that are just it's it's literally. I always I always think of this the same way. I always think of Glass Onion. I think of this, this the talk that he gave about being a disruptor in an industry and people thinking you're smart and it being like rich people with money thinking they're smart by breaking everything you know and then and then everybody else lowers to their level uh-huh. uh and now 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 the whole industry is on its like deathbed and what we're going to we're going to revert to like 2006 in about 2 years with how the movie industry works and Netflix is probably going to be dead and uh it's it's just going to be
1: crazy <sighs> we're going to have obviously we all call this i i knew netflix was in trouble i mean I guess you kind of always kind of knew the past three, four years when Disney Plus is, you know, that's going to hit big because of the Star Wars stuff and superhero stuff. But when I discovered Mindhunters was a series on Netflix, what was that, two and a half years ago? I watched this brilliant series. They did two years of it, and I discovered it randomly on Netflix one day. This was like a year after they filmed the last episode. like, And I'm like, this is great. I never heard about this show before, and now I can't watch it anymore. Like, there's no new ones. It's leaving on an almost cliffhanger. If you're familiar, it's about basically the formation of, like, uh, the term serial killer in the 70s with the first FBI agents that studied them. And it's like they're setting up BTK in the 80s, buying Torture right. uh, Kill Guy in the 80s. Like, that's going to be the third season. Well, the show was, was gone because – Netflix didn't advertise it. I had no idea it existed. If this was a network show, they would have be like in season five by now. Because because it's they, that, yeah. the
0: network only puts out a few shows a year. Yes. Right? Whereas and in theory, Netflix, in
1: theory they're yeah. more careful about what they choose. In theory. They have to be yeah.
0: because they put out a few a year. Like Netflix, on the other hand, is buying shit from other countries wholesale. Mm-hmm. They're making things like in the way where you hired the class president of the art class instead of the best artist in the class. Like, you know, just a lot of, a lot of, a lot of stuff like that. A lot of just thoughtless sort of disruptive behavior that absolutely annihilated a bunch of industries. You know, Netflix has their own writing school or whatever that they're trying to start where they can really, they can just like have like staff writers to come up with that are like, that are like not union, maybe somehow, you know, just like, Weird shit like that that's, like, fucked up, that's, like, wrong and doesn't make sense. And it's just there because they're trying to, like, assert themselves publicly because they're so divorced from what is a pragmatic part of, like, making a movie. Any sort of, like, practical element of it. They're so divorced from that process that they think that the the rich people who run it actually believe that the whole thing is conceptual. They think that it's just like them making decisions and they don't think about the, they, the like the like larger.
1: The, like. We'll, we'll worry about the the problems that arise
0: later let's just do it now and like we it's the don't... same thought as like releasing a bunch of mongooses into the wild to fu- to kill all the snakes and what happens when the snakes are dead oh we don't know yeah, exactly well, They don't because care it's the, we, it, it's the same exact like for, level sh- of forethought. short
1: short-sighted not not thinking long term they're thinking like not even medium term like are they, are they even thinking a year from now or are they thinking like a month from now like that's they don't care because they have like you said they're not at risk they have the money these they bad have decisions so much more money than they did 10 years when ago when 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 people have money they they are less inclined to care about making bad decisions
0: They have so much money more than they did before. And so much of the money that's out there is like unified behind the willpower of like one boardroom. You know what I mean? Like it's really not a healthy environment for any of this stuff. There's way too much stuff out there. And so that's why I say selfishly that I'm a little bit relieved to be like on a break from new media for a while, possibly, you know, Yeah. the threat of this isn't too scary. So,
1: So I knew Netflix was in trouble with when they started announcing these huge blockbuster movies, like the Ryan Reynolds ones. They'd done like three or four. uh, Six Underground was one. They're Uh,
0: already, yeah, just forgettable. Six
1: Underground was like $200 million movie that no one cared about, like that no one signed up for Netflix to watch. Like that's just, you're just pissing money away uh, doing that. And you're taking money away from interesting things like, wow, 200 million would have funded, I don't know, seven, eight more seasons of my Mindhunter show. <laughs> right. Yeah,
0: exactly. You know, a like show with some merit, right? Yes.
1: Or, or, or a, a bunch of the other. And they did the same thing with um, the one with The Rock, with Gal Gadot. Like, no one, that, I, I've fallen asleep trying to watch that movie three times. Oh, like Black a, Adam? No, no, not Black Adam, the one that was on Netflix. (laughs) Red Red, Red Notice, Red Notice. So once I started seeing Netflix just throw money against the wall, thinking that people are going to come to them for big star movies, or these scripts, by the way, are absolutely abysmal, obviously. They're like, like you said, they're probably... Who's
0: going to write for Netflix when they have no residuals?
1: Like I said, they're probably like rejected, rejected scripts, by and large. Like there's, yeah. ex- there's exceptions like the Irishman, like with Scorsese, that's like a weird one-off. Well, that, fucking like, Martin
0: sort. Scorsese's involved. You know, he's not going to shit out a movie. Sure. But meanwhile, Zack, uh, Zack Snyder literally is remaking his like fucking uh, failed Star Wars pitch into a movie. And it's like a big thing.
1: Uh, who, who's funding that? Is that going to be Netflix or? Is yeah, it's, it's the, <laughs> it's the,
0: it's the, it's that Zack Snyder movie that's about to come out.
1: Oh, is it? Uh, oh,
0: yes. Rebel about the Moon? Yeah. It's literally called Rebel Moon, bro.
1: This sounds terrible. I'm um, just
0: saying it's called Rebel Moon. A, a bunch
1: of slow motion, overly violent Star Wars. Like I guess it could be interesting to some people. So these are all going to be these are all two hundred million dollar movies that like Netflix is just hoping like this is going to attract people. This is gonna attract, but they haven't. The point is I don't think they ever bothered to stop and say okay, we just came out uh, with like the Gray Man another $200 million movie. I watched it. I thought it was pretty good because you have Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans. Those are good actors. The, the yeah. plot, of course, is a typical, oh, we're agents fighting each other, whatever, assassins, it's like whatever. But I don't think they've actually sat down and said, how many new new subscribers did we get because we invested $200 million? Did we break even? Did we lose $100 million? Like, what is the actual return? I don't think they ever did that, which is, you might say, Pat, that sounds crazy. But just because people are in charge doesn't mean they're intelligent. And obviously just because they have money doesn't mean they they, they got their money doing intelligent things. You know, like it's yeah. that's what I've learned. Like we're not we're not even discussing how a disaster, historical disaster Quibi was. And you had some <laughs> of the brightest minds, supposedly, that were running this uh streaming service that they just blew a, a, over a billion dollars within a year like it was nothing, and there's absolutely almost nothing like, there's nothing positive that came out of that besides people, people getting paid. Kn-
0: the people who could have done that well are already working. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, the, the, that's the thing about all of this. Like, in this environment, with all this shit going on, where, you know, it's hard to, like, I don't know. It's hard to even see the difference between shit happening on a screen and, like, film culture and TV writing culture. I don't think anybody has. I think the savviness of the audience is so much lower now because of how degraded everything has been. And I think also then it's insane to imagine that in this environment, right. Going back to what we're here to talk about, like that anybody could expect anyone to care about a movie series where the last one came out was almost universally hated. and It came out 15 years ago. And then the other ones all came out in the '80s that were good. Or, or, or you're pivoting to Indiana Jones? <laughs> I'm just saying, there's five of them, and everybody's like, uh, "I can't believe Indiana Jones was a fucking flop." And I'm like, "No, it, 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 it's it's obvious why it's a flop in well, this environment. Well, because an event movie doesn't exist anymore unless Tom Cruise tries to kill himself. Well, first of all, it it it, it was not critically
1: panned. This was just so rare, rare about it. Usually you see, like, movies that get, you know, critically panned, have a high audience score. Not Crystal Skull. 77% of critics liked it. But only fifty three percent of audiences liked it, which is like kind of rare. It's usually, people are like oh, like uh, you know, Batman v Superman gets critically panned, but you got most of the audience thinks it's all right because it's a popcorn movie. So, yeah. so this movie comes out fifteen years ago. You have you have a Harrison Ford who's older, not eighty year old Harrison Ford, but sixty five year old Harrison Ford. Yeah, he still looks good for his age. He can still move around. It's that comes out.
0: It's beautifully shot. It's got some of the best actors alive in it. Right. Like,
1: well, beautifully shot before you know before you get to the you know, second half, which is mostly CG. But I see but what even you're then, saying. it's still
0: like <laughs> it looks storyboarded by Steven Spielberg. Sure, like you, the the, the it, action it scenes oozes, makes sense. It oozes forethought and quality. Let's be sure, real. except yeah. for the plot, but
1: that was George Lucas's fault. But that's yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, whatever. The, yeah, whatever. George, George Lucas famously like they're on video. Of Spielberg and Harrison Ford did not like the idea, and they're like, "Well, this is what George wants to do." And we're sort of tied to it, but anyway. Um, so that comes out. That's a that's a at least to people like us a disappointment, um, because we're like this is not this is too weird. You have weird monkey vine swinging scenes. I, de- are, I definitely uh,
0: don't hate it in twenty twenty three as much as I disliked it when I first saw it. Sure, I'll say that. I, I, I see much more the value of it, especially looking back on it after having seen so, Dial so- of Destiny. It all feels a little bit better to me.
1: Okay, so you, did you enjoy? crystal skull more than dial of destiny in spoiler, spoiler territory by the way if you haven't seen dial of destiny you're not alone uh most of us haven't because that movie is going to be the first official indiana jones bomb out of all yeah. of them it will not even uh it might even it, i don't think it's going to even break even close to its uh production b- budget let alone marketing when you add marketing to it like, like when
0: it goes on fucking disney plus does that matter does it matter that no. everyone alive will watch it
1: no it won't no? because those people already subscribed for mandalorian season four yeah like, it doesn't Isn't matter that
0: crazy That's what I'm saying. You've now leveraged every dollar that you're going to make against the most popular thing on your platform. Anyway, 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 anyway. No, I did not like The Dial of Destiny (laughs) less than The Crystal Skull. I thought Dial of Destiny was as good of an Indiana Jones movie as you could make in 2023 starring Harrison Ford. Okay. I
1: I sort of came away with
0: it like, I'm satisfied seeing that,
1: but the story it told, we're talking as writers here, that mm. was was the story you told necessary to bring that character back versus just ending it at Crystal Skull with a happy ending where he gets married to uh, to his love, he has a son, he gets his hat, puts it on, they walk out the church, even though that movie's very problematic and I hate the last half of it, at least that ending's like, okay,
0: he's happy He's, he, they did it again. They did uh, it again in this in this movie, kind of, you know, uh, kind of spoiler spoiler territory. But like, how, how do I how do I just, how do I how do I say this without it being a spoiler? If you are somebody, we got <laughs> I'm Okay, I'm not going to spoil it too hard, but I'm going to say this: if your story is like melodramatic character will live forever, yeehaw! That's Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. If you're looking for like a character study of Indiana Jones, who's not a very emotionally available guy, and he's talking openly about how he feels about some stuff that bothered him, and you're watching a person with depression take the first step out of that depression? It's not as, I wouldn't say as climactic of a story, but I think it's definitely the 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 I think it's definitely the why did Indy wrap it up story that I was looking for. From a movie that I wasn't looking for a sequel to, right? Is it a but? Is it a character study?
1: Like, yes. A, on the on the surface, it is. But r- really, when your study is like, we're gonna throw in a retirement party, even though you're still in the middle of teaching, doesn't make any sense. But we're, we're th- like, like that wasn't his last class. He brought up the he brought up the finals. It's gonna be on the finals. But then he's retiring that day. Whatever. Uh, we'll, we'll just glance p- past that plot hole. But then. His, I, I wouldn't call that a plot hole. It doesn't make any sense, Alex. Like, they just tacked it on. Well, this uh, Indiana Jones, at the end of his life, how are we going to really push that through the audience? We're going to give him a retirement party where, where he's no longer to be teaching anymore, even though he's still teaching. It doesn't make any sense. Anyway, and it's also, like, probably after the moon, it's probably, like, the next month. That's probably, like, August of, of uh, 69 or so when that happened, whenever that, whenever they did that parade. It wasn't that long after it might, It might have
0: just been uh, a day where everybody was free, right, to have cake at the same time. Free,
1: free the middle of the summer we had summer school going on then
0: i'm uh, just saying like you know he, he wasn't done with the semester but it was probably the last couple of weeks of the semester you know what did I mean? they have summer semesters in 69 someone's gonna I tell me that i don't know i don't know is that so, where we're like i don't think that the holy grail was in that cave either you know what i mean but like, <laughs> but it was it was obviously like we got
1: to tug on the heartstrings here but like he only opens up on on antonio banderas's boat
0: for like for like forty seconds, and yeah, it was heartfelt you, you know your, your son died and he is, and he is obviously working through those feelings throughout the movie in in with reference to his actions, but like I say, it's not a big bombastic story like in in the in the end, we get a little character study of a barely emotionally available guy who does go through he's like i haven't talked to anybody that I care about in a really long time." Because I got stuck with on one thing and I'm depressed now. And you ruining my life uh, with your greed has made me you know, has shocked me out of my routine and whoa, whoa, has made who, me remember.
1: Who who who's Ian Jones said ruined his life with their greed? Who was you returning to? Uh
0: uh Helen Shaw. Uh she he, he basically is like, You show up you showed up and just like callously ruined my life carelessly with your greed. And you and you and now you've shocked me. And now he's looking back at himself, how he was in Temple of Doom at the beginning of the movie, and he's. Uh, seen- I think I think you're really doing the writers' work for them, but I, I'm i really not you. doing the writers' work um, for them. That's what the movie is. I was thinking about it in the theater. You
1: yeah, I mean? there's a fortune and glory thing to the, to the uh, to to uh, was it Helena's uh, yeah. character?
0: Uh, what she clearly wombat? She- did they explain, Did they ever explain the wombat? Uh, nickname. That That's was like my least favorite trend in all modern movies is that there's always some nickname in there that just is it didn't like explain new. it. Ever Wombat. Since I, ever since I love you three thousand, it's been it's been I, everybody's tried to have their own. I love you three thousand since I love you three thousand. I, I just thought it was okay. Um,
1: that character. Let's get into the character of uh, Helena. Um, didn't love the character. Not the worst thing in the world, but like. When you have a character that's supposed to be tied to the father figure in some way, and it's like when you find out, well, she just wants the money from selling this object. They they didn't do a good job explaining first why is she just going after this specific object to sell, and then bring her back around to like wanting to be like close to her father who's dead through the, through the the uh, the dial of destiny.
0: I didn't buy it. I don't think she wanted to be close to her father through the dial of destiny. I think she was actually in the act when Indy runs into her. Yeah, she was trying to sell it. (laughs) I think she's actually in the act of like, like not just selling it. I mean, like from a personal standpoint, sort of like closing the book on that chapter of her life and putting it in the rear view. Uh, I'm not
1: sure about that.
0: She doesn't Uh, even she doesn't even come back to see Indy for a real reason. She just goes back to get the the to diet sell it. And, yes, and, pre- and pretends to be nice.
1: To yeah, it. it's another it's another way that they they brought up with the new short round character who, Teddy, who I couldn't stand in the movie. That oh she Teddy has was,
0: I didn't care about she, Teddy, right?
1: But I didn't care either. That's the point. You're supposed to care about these characters. I didn't care. I didn't mind. Um, I mean,
0: I didn't mind him. Like he was just he, like another he, little boy.
1: But he was just there to, to tell the audience that hey, she's uh, she gambles and she makes bad decisions. She wastes money, and that's why. She's like a grave robber. Like you said, she maybe she's what Indiana Jones kind of used to be. But that's his only purpose besides being able to fly a plane at the end, but whatever.
0: Literally Uh, short rounds purpose, actually key crux to the plot of Indiana Jones, the Temple of Doom. Exactly what you're just saying, just so
1: absolutely not. Because
0: Indy, uh, I love you. Even though you are crazy and you got this this relic that literally made you lose your mind and forget who you are as a person, which is what what? you're doing in a larger sense. In the, in the screenplay of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. I am here to remind you, through my son like love, that you are a real person. That we have a human connection, and that is when. Well, Indiana well, no, Jones well.
1: He snapped him out of He snapped
0: him out of by somehow torching
1: him. Got him out of the, out of the
0: voodoo trance. Uh, well, yeah, you know, I mean, he had poison <laughs> in his. System. Yeah, he had poison in his system.
1: But they were, but um, they were actually like father and son like, and it was tender between them. With 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 Helena's character and Teddy, I did not feel that at all. They and v- first of all, this is what actually pisses me off. They, he's a short round character. Same exact origin. Well, I found him on the streets trying to steal from me. Exactly what Indiana yeah, said about short point. round. But yeah. but Indiana never said, well that, well, that sounds like short round. There was no reference to short round, even though they set it up perfectly because, just as a one-off.
0: Because, because you can't talk about Short round in 2023 oh. if you're if you're not gonna have the dude in the damn movie. They they and, they, they had a reference to Temple of Doom later when he's climbing. It's like I I, I I know, but I, the Shankar Stones aren't like a famous actor. He said, I drank awesome.
1: the blood of Kalima. It's like, whoa, dude, all right, we got a Temple of Doom I know, reference. But
0: you can't I am just saying, you can't say short round and not have uh your boy in the movie. Oh my god, that would have been I don't know the I don't know the actor's name. I just know that he I haven't seen everything everywhere all at once yet. I hear that he it's fantastic that he's great in it. Why and did he awards for it? You know what I mean? So you can't you can't do I don't know. K, K- Hai Kwan. That's his yeah, name. K Hai Kwan, that's right, exactly. I don't know and first I... of all,
1: I don't know why he didn't come back. They didn't get him back for Crystal Skull.
0: I don't know why, because he's obviously in in another life that would have been a great idea in in like another alternate universe where we were like rebooting indiana jones after the fucking third one bringing bringing short round back would have been a great idea but now where we're at we have to build off the bones of that movie and just because we you know even though they did just kind of poochie the shit out of that last movie a little bit with the with the fifth one right poochie went back to his home planet hard right like, well, he's done. He's he's yeah. well, Harrison
1: Ford is he was eighty years old playing a seven year old, and you buy it because no, he's No, I'm in. not
0: talking about Indiana Jones. I'm talking about Mutt. Oh, uh, yes. Well, yes. Literally Poochie in, in like every way is Poochie. Sure. But but actually, similar to how I kind of thought they kind of respected until the very end when they did CG of him anyway, uh Egon Spengler, like where they kind of like acknowledged the like loss, like mm-hmm. you know, Similar, similar vibes with indie, right? Like they they did it almost tastefully, in a way that I, I that I was happy with.
1: I, I can't believe you compared the character of Teddy to Short Round. Like the, the the most the most outrageous thing Short Round did was have a car with blocks on his feet till he reached the pedals. One this, this one
0: movie, this, this guy it This guy
1: piloted. Uh, 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 somehow knew how to fly an airplane by himself at like eleven years old. No, I, he I, was
0: taught by a pilot in the bar. What? Over over years, there's a whole scene about it. In the where the, the, he he obviously has a relationship with the pilot in the bar in Morocco. Obviously, he teaches him at the table how to use the plane. Obviously, I'm just saying one movie is one of the movies that's a classic American movie that's formative to the collective childhood of everyone from 25 to 60, and the other one is a movie came out three weeks ago. So. I understand that he's not as good as short round. Do you think Teddy is going to be uh, memorialized? Was no, there any? No. Was there so any
1: lines? Was there any lines you remember from Teddy that were memorable from the movie?
0: It's not like be, that. Be, exactly. No, I, there are there are lines, right? Like are there 20,
1: memorable lines that Teddy
0: said in the movie? If I see, you know, tell you what, when I watch the movie thirty five more times, I will be able to. Tell you oh something. come
1: on! I, I I will. You think you think that that that, that portrayal and the writing was strong enough?
0: For, You're or, telling me you walked at a temple of doom after one view. Well, I didn't writing. walk. I it was only four when it came out. I couldn't get to thirteen. Okay, that's not. It's, it's, so it's it's almost impossible to compare them in that way. Uh, but what I'm saying is, Teddy exists specifically to echo Short Round. And this is what, okay. This builds my next point. Go for it. And, yeah. And what's happening with Helen Shaw in the movie is there to let Indy kind of be Sean Connery, kind of. Mm. But he's actually instead of being Sean Connery, which is what what's his name kind of ends up being uh toby jones uh toby jones kind of goes the route of henry jones senior and so he kind of instead of teaching him how to be like his dad he teaches helena shaw how to be a good indiana jones um mm. that's i think my that, read i i
1: that hey, wasn't kind of mine was, because yeah because um she was never in the same she was never like in real real uh peril the same way the father was in, in uh, Last Crusade, like, shot and dying. Never... Wait, what do you mean, who? Uh, Helena Shaw's character was never, like, truly in peril. There
0: was, like, men uh, trying to murder her.
1: But she wasn't, like, she wasn't captured. She wasn't, like, she was always on side-by-side side with Indy. Like, it was like she was because
0: not... She's she's not... Because she's Indy. She's not her dad. She's the Indy. Uh, yeah. She's the...
1: Yeah. But I, I don't think it was the same sort of relationship. It was It was more like she was there... To help Indy, they were partners, they both had part of the, whatever, the solution to the puzzle, that's how all these movies work.
0: For me, I, it was like, Indy didn't have a kid, and...
1: I, first indie. of all, I didn't hate this movie, I thought it was fine. No, me, but, me neither. But me when, neither. the more I looked at it, it was sort of like, we have all these, uh, in terms of like structure, we have all these check boxes of things we want to do with Indy in this movie. We want him to use the whip at least once or twice, we want a, a chase scene. We, we, you know, we want, well, we have the, 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 the sequence at the beginning fighting all the Nazis. We have that. We have, we always have some sort of a, a, a backstabbing or twist with one of the characters. We get that. We, we, and we, we get all these things. We're like, okay, we have all these different locations we have to go to because they established that by the time yeah. of like uh, the first, well, Temple of Doom, they're in like one location outside of the intro for the whole movie, which why I like, I love Temple of Doom. They were in one location. This is great. This is where our movie's going to take place for 80% of it. Well,
0: first but, in China. What's that? That's in China.
1: Yeah, for the first ten minutes. Then they're out yeah. then they're out. And then they're 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 in India. Yeah. Uh so, so the, the point is, is that like they had a globetrot, we get that. Um we have to have a Nazi threat, okay. We have to have a short round character. Like said, they're just checking all these boxes off. And at some point it's like, well, can we say something interesting about the character, you know, without checking all these boxes off and you
0: and i guess people want to see an Indiana jones movie where you check all the boxes off which i get yeah yeah, i mean i gotta draw the comparison here between another movie series that i know no time to die just near and dear to your heart in general no time to die (laughs) no 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 a series james bond yes no time to die yeah yeah i'm just saying like just any any movie in that series i'm just saying like it's the checkbox
1: movie series. Yes, but that wasn't like the, the final one until No Time to Die. And in No Time to Die, it's not the final one now. Final one in that iteration. The, yeah. There was a five five movie arc. I would argue that they they were the checkbox for all that Aston Martin. Uh, we have to have a really cool final, you know, gunfight weird scene. It was the one take with a
0: weird voice. Weird
1: villain. Now, yeah. obviously that script needed work. They even admitted that we were still trying to, like, rewrite what the villain's motivation was, I think, up until the shooting. But that was a five-movie arc all within the past, you know, whatever it was, 13-year span, where it's like, wow, this had a lot more impact than this Indiana Jones movie, at least to me. I know, but there's
0: 25 James Bond movies that are all the – not even just the same stuff is in them. It's almost the same. It's like Power Rangers level same episode every time. That's a good point. Because
1: these are pulpy characters, so I yeah. guess the argument would be: Do we want to see pulpy characters turned too human? Where it's like, wow, I want to see my pulpy character. Do I want to see James Bond in his in his like boxer briefs or boxers in his apartment when he's seventy five years old Is, in Casino Royale? I do. Well, he's not seventy five in Casino Royale. I'm just saying, but, it's like, it, it, do you want to see your heroes taken down such to the point where they're almost pathetic? in order to try in, to build them back up
0: to some sort of you know narrative relevance i guess that's the question in the point of indiana jones specifically like to 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 his character and whether or not indiana jones belongs at rock bottom or not just to comment on that for sure. a second i would say that he absolutely does belong at rock bottom really in the sense of if you're looking at pulp heroes like i would say that there's the ones that are like pretty earnest young buck pulp heroes that you get and then there's the kind that Frank Miller sort of like almost parodied, like to the point of ridiculousness in Sin City, with like these sort of like or or Batman, uh, <sighs> the Dark Knight that are kind of like just so broken down that it's like kind of well, badass to watch them get up off the floor and kick everybody's ass again.
1: Well, uh, Sin City, I wouldn't say is pulpy. That's like noir, hard edge. Sin City is um,
0: definitely pulpy. I mean, uh, let's... but
1: but that's not the same vein as a serial character like. Indiana Jones were literally built off of the serials of like the 30s, you know, and 40s with cliffhangers, and these characters are just there for action alone. Like you're not supposed to like think too much about them. They're characters that like literally you you go to the movies to see them get in and out of danger. That's what yeah, they exist. I don't think for. I
0: don't think I'm thinking too much about Indiana Jones here. Like I didn't take it too serious. I just thought that in the in the terms of like the romance of this movie what we're getting is something a lot more kind of like an old boy type scenario like almost from a from one point of view of like what's cool about Indiana Jones the guy in this like obviously we got a movie that's still a boilerplate Indiana Jones movie with uh nazi and stuff but like what's cool about this one compared to the other ones is that he's kind of like old and like him beating people's asses like you're looking when you heard about James Mangold making this movie Everybody was like, oh, are we gonna get our like Logan of Indiana Jones? And as much <laughs> as Indiana Jones can be Logan, I think it was, right? Like Berserker, in, like, Berserker Indy. Well, not Berserker. I'm saying <laughs> okay. like the the dark, sort of like, you know, the 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 dark night rises of uh, uh dark I, night I... returns of, of Indiana Jones. It's not that because like we both said just now. It's light. it's it's it still has the same. It's theme too. There's up, a up, couple up, of. Up, up, up. Yeah, I mean, people there's there's more people
1: killed in cold blood in this movie. And and like versus a lot like killing of the uh, the CIA agent in the first like a half hour or whatever. I was like, where is this going? It's like, are these like and uh, that structure was weird, too? It's like these guys are working for the baddie, but they're still part of the government. Or are they just independent agents? Whatever. They didn't clearly think that
0: out. I think clear enough for the audience to understand Like who the hell are these guys. But in whatever. My, uh, in my mind, what was going on was that he was like a World War II scientist yes. that has CIA handlers and he was saying, I'm going to help the government by XYZ, but really... He was like leading them down somewhere where he could double cross them so that he could like get his own. He managed to recruit neo Nazis to to be part of his crew. And I love, I loved, but Uh, it was, Uh, what's that? I loved uh, the guy from Logan uh, as a neo Nazi. I thought he was so perfect because everybody, like the idea. Okay. Can we just get into a little bit of spoiler? Well, we got into spoilers. Well, yeah, go for it. Like (laughs) true end of the movie spoilers. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Like, I loved the the vibe of him getting to like live his dream of like putting on a Nazi uniform with the real Nazis in the fucking.
1: Are you talking about like, uh, Boyd Holbrook's character? Yeah, yes. But and that's the thing like, is like you don't know it's his dream. Like there's never a, there's never the moment where he like actively says, "Yeah, I agree that like." That the G- Germany should have.
0: Was, that was so great about like. No, the, I, you, you gotta, have to
1: explain why these guys are risking their lives and want to go back in time to help they the did. Nazis. He win put on, on the Nazi
0: uniform. Like that's not he enough. Was, he was like he was like uh, yeah. Like you could tell, dude. Like uh, I, I I think like I think like just the subtle way that they were like yes there are these like Americans that are like these little blonde assholes who love pretending like they're Nazis and they're actually little bitches and it's, but they're actual Nazis. Like they want to help the Nazis win world war two is what you're saying. It's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like without making the movie about being like this sort of like, the Nazis are all around us, even today. Kind of movie. It was just a kind of fun, joking way to kind of put that, like, ah, that thought into the movie. I don't think I it was. was funny. I
1: don't think it was joking when they were shooting everyone in cold blood. I was pissed. They They're killed definitely... that. They killed that nice Italian guy in front of the cave. I was like, yeah. that, that nice Italian guy <laughs> just letting tourists in. They had to shoot him too. I was so pissed <laughs> off, and he they, he really didn't get his comeuppance either. There was no comeuppances for these folks like in dude, prior yes, movies, dude. He just crashed he got... in a plane. I wanted well, I wanted Indy to choke him with his whip or well, something. The one dude
0: got chained to a gate underwater by Teddy. Yeah, Which, you know Teddy. You know Teddy's a fucking G. But what about what about Boyd Holbrook's Clobber character?
1: His name is Clo- Clobber. That's C L A B. I, I thought
0: I thought Clobber was great. He
1: no, was like no. a fucking. There was no. I wanted I wanted the real comeuppance. I wanted the I wanted the scene. You know where Indy. I know he's old enough to take him out, but like that guy needed his comeuppance, and there wasn't. It was just, oh, they, ca- they crashed in a plane somehow. And
0: then the Greeks are going to get freaked out by this. But whatever. We'll I think, just alter time. I think, honestly, once they went through the time portal that, like, everybody who was making that movie was, like, looking at each other. Just, like, like how how far can we go with this? Like, how are we going to get away with this? Is this – are we going too far? It felt very – it felt very uh, uh, in unconfident, hesitant once you threw through the time portal. Well, it was – I think up to that point, I'm like,
1: okay, they're going to do this. They're going to go back in time. Indy says, "Well, you didn't account for the continental drift, so I guess I never explained how, because because the dial of destiny, which is based upon a, a real device that they found uh, underwater in like, 1906, a type tic- what is it? I can never say it. It's the, an device. Antikythera device, which they now know that it was to, uh, it, it was a device, an extremely complex device that to predict." Uh, constellation uh, and where moons and Jupiter and the planets were, and they've they've had people reproduce this thing, and it's amazing. It's this, oh, yeah, we
0: it, we did a little bit of a Chiluminati talk on. It. Oh, it's you actually, did. It's actually amazing. Like actually, like. I've never been prouder of humanity than I was looking at that mechanism.
1: And and obviously, it was like a 1,000-plus years before its time of something doing something that complex. Yes, Which goes to exactly. show you that humans were were uh, more intelligent than we thought. So fuck you, all you ancient alien people that think, thought we can't build, a, build the pyramids or anything else. Humans, when you have a lot of time on your hands and a lot of manpower, you can do a lot of cool stuff. Anyway, um, so I guess they said, well, this thing uh, knows where fissures and time are. I'm like, okay, I buy that. How... Ah. They never explained how did Mans Mikkelsen's character know that that was going to send them back do- during 1939 or whatever. They never the numbers, explained that. The
0: numbers. The numbers.
1: No, they didn't do a good there enough job numbers. with that.
0: Like, I didn't care why. That's the thing. Like, if he figured it out, he's a scientist. He can figure it out. I was more interested in hearing what nice cracks. Because you know what? I loved how anti-Nazi uh, Indiana Jones was in this movie. Well, it usually is, but yeah, he usually is. But uh, it's nice to see a movie actually in 2023 where the main character is like, "Hey, fuck Nazis!" Like it just, well, I, I, it, it, I never thought that that would feel edgy again, and it just, it felt great during the first uh, overly long sequence when Indy's still young in World War II. Is that what you mean, dude? You know, you can say it was overly, it long was overly want, long. But if I could create that sort of technology and I made this movie, I would feel like I would want it to do. Oh, go on, sure, right? but. Like the
1: mo- this was at over two and a half hours. This movie, most Indiana Jones movies are under uh, under two hours or about. We could
0: have lost it. We could have lost ten minutes of that. 10, sure. Fifteen. You could have. You could have started. I, no, I was having uh, fun with the action. By the end, like by, by you, the time you, they got up and going on the train, I was feeling good.
1: I think you could have started it almost on the train. Like you could have started on the train, you wouldn't have lost anything. But I need that's okay. to.
0: Uh, I I think once they got on the train, I don't know. I it it, it did feel a little long, well, but it didn't it didn't take me out of the movie. I wasn't no,
1: just that. the fact that they didn't change Harrison Ford's voice to be younger, but they made him look younger. That bothered me, but whatever. I feel
0: like you have a lot of like super fan problems with this movie that are like less uh, like to me. Like this isn't I a think super they, fan problem. I know, what you're... I mean is like I feel like they didn't affect your opinion of the movie too much either. Is what I'm it was no,
1: honest. that didn't affect me. But if yeah. you're gonna spend all, the, you're gonna do all this technology to make him look younger it's a lot easier to make someone sound younger why didn't they just go the
0: full mile to make him sound younger as well some That's people's, thing. some people's voices just don't work good with that shit and and, and harrison ford honestly sounds like come, on. Pop. come you
1: know, on i don't know a, with ai tech they have all the recordings of him over like dozens of movies they I could don't have know. done we
0: were talking about this the other day too like yeah. maybe that was his like line that was his you line I mean? it's like you make me look younger i want
1: <laughs> i want my voice to be unchanged. honestly like sure.
0: dude i don't know like I don't know. <laughs>
1: you know? Uh, I mean, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, I was going to say, guy threw me off uh, about that. Uh, World War II. It was nice to see, you know, it's the last time you see, like, Indiana Jones do everything action y. Obviously, that's the contrast to him in his underwear in his apartment being old and yelling at hippies. I totally get that. And it was I also fine.
0: loved? I also loved the ending in the sense of, like, okay, metaphors, right? Like, he's literally living, he wants to literally live in the past rather than face his problems. Yes. Yeah. yeah that and that Helena, was nice. And Helena is like, no, you motherfucker. Like the, the good deeds that you've done in your life are going to let you have a life with, with people in it again. You know? Yeah. Sala likes you and you still got Marion that cares about I also you. Love, I love the idea of like upstanding American citizen Sala. I, 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 I love the idea of like, no, oh, he was great. Like Dreamer Sala. I would say, like, like, it was good to see Sala. This is, this goes to
1: another point I'm going to have about we really, and this has really been Disney's thing with, with their three older male characters they've brought back, two of which are Harrison Ford and one was Mark <laughs> Hamilware. wow, yeah. all these old heroes of ours, when they get older, really fucked up or did something wrong, are really miserable people. And I know that's a nice way to start a story, but it's also a crutch and it's getting I mean, it's
0: a hero it's a hero myth right like uh, not do... but not
1: not in that sense where they really fucked up and now they have to redeem themselves it's it's more like you can have a story where it's one last adventure to 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 do something good i think you can do that without having your character that you loved for 40 years be this character not as much because you didn't you didn't know why mutt was pissed at him and joined the army you don't find out but you do know that like you know uh, Han Solo, you know, was a was a fucker to Princess Leia, and that uh, Luke Skywalker almost killed a fucking teenager. I mean, teenager. He, wasn't a fu- he wasn't a fucker to Princess. Leia.
0: Uh, he it sounds like he fucked up. Like he did. It so- I mean, it sounds like Han Solo and Princess Leia lost their son to the dark side, and both kind of went on like some benders of their own. Sure,
1: but okay, thing. but then you have Luke Skywalker that was not acting very Luke Skywalker y and like was just gonna murder this kid. Like it's just. <laughs> Like if there's Lou only can't some...
0: learn a lesson. He he shouldn't be in the movie.
1: <laughs> there you go. You have to make them all awful in their old age. None of them can have nice
0: retirements. Just with their they do. With, they they with, all with their, their space. Literally, he literally finds inner peace. Indiana Jones literally gets his wife back and falls <laughs> in love again. It's all uh, good but but the but the sun's it's dead. All good. The sun's dead but that's Nobody okay. Nobody wanted that guy in there anyway. <laughs> I'd rather have Helena Shaw in the next uh, movie. you know.
1: Give uh, the Disney Plus series to Teddy and Helena. Uh, you know, Mutt joins the army and gets killed by the Viet Cong within 3 weeks. That's fine. That's
0: no, it's not the <laughs> Viet Cong, right? Oh, no, it is. Oh, wow. It is. The Viet... Vietnam War. It's a Viet Cong. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
1: I would love to learn like wh- what he did to piss him off. He was like, "Oh, you got to study archaeology. You got to go to grad school." And mutts like, "I, I don't, don't want to." Ta- mutts like, "I don't want to take those loans. I'll go on the GI Bill." Even though I don't think, I don't think the GI Bill exists yet.
0: I'm gonna <laughs> join. I'm gonna know join any of that because it I wasn't any-
1: like there could have been something. I'm not saying it would have been. I'm trying to not rewrite the movie with you, but like, what if it was? It could have been an anti-drafting. What if Mutt was drafted, like so many young men were, and then died? in the What mid- if
0: he just loved America and wanted to go, and Indy was like, "Don't go to the fucking war." Yeah, I, like know?
1: I think I think that even those two options say a lot more than well, he didn't like me, so he joined the army. I'm just like, well, that's leaving a lot of questions. That's like a big sacrifice. You're gonna join the army during the middle of a of a, a war like that. It's like okay. I mean I'm sure it's
0: possible. Has Indiana Jones ever come down as pro or anti military service before, though? No,
1: he no, he he he, he, he was in the war on the side of the Allies.
0: But, well, I mean everybody was you couldn't really help it if you if you wanted to or not. If, you know, if you ended up getting drafted, right? Like
1: No, no, I, but I, he was like obviously anti-Nazi, he was anti-communist. They have all these stories of him like they reference it, they reference it in in Crystal Skull where like, oh, he was like he's on a commie. He was helping us fight against like, you know, the red scare and stuff. So like, no, that he's he was like I think a captain or in the army. Like Indiana Jones like he I you know, feel like
0: Indiana Jones would be like a real commie but not like
1: what do you mean a real commie? What do you mean?
0: Like I feel like he would be like like a socialist. Like I feel nah, like he would, he's, I feel... he's Mr. Capitalist. He wants to sell all these these uh, no, stolen he artifacts. He, that's that's <laughs> Temple of Doom. <laughs> That's 1933 Indiana Jones. We got to talk <laughs> about 1936 Indiana Jones. Well,
1: he still wanted to steal the stuff and put him in museums. So I mean, they oh, have...
0: that's his origin story. No, He's no, no.
1: He still way. wants to put the grail in a museum. He still wants to take. And people are like down with like
0: taking things from native countries and putting them in, in museums. That is in in Indiana Jones's time. That was what putting you did. It, putting sure. in the museum is like I didn't want to make money off of this.
1: Sure, I get. Yeah, it. yeah. yeah. Or I'll, or I'll steal it for Marcus and who are, who the hell knows what he does? Remember he remember he, he remember he, he gave him artifacts in the beginning of of, uh, of Raiders. He's like here here's some crap I found. I couldn't I couldn't get my hand on the on the idol, but here's some shit. <laughs> that's
0: the best. Uh, that's the best uh, line in any of the Indiana Jones movies is when he's talking about Marcus in.
1: He knows several yeah. languages. He yeah. he knows all
0: the cultures. He'll yeah. disappear. you will never find him. With any, With luck, any luck, he yeah. has the Grail already.
1: <laughs> Smash yeah. cut. Is yeah. anyone half speaking English? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. I, I uh, well, people bag on Last Crusade a little bit because it is sort of like, well, it's a semi-retread of of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, it
0: just doesn't have like the teeth of the other movies in some ways. I think but it, okay. it does.
1: It's still they're all more violent than you remember when you watch them. But that really lives and dies on Sean Connery, like The Last yeah. Crusade. You, you, They're uh, acting
0: like their chemistry is so good, and, yeah. and it 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 just gives the movie, I think, a little bit more of like a campy family tone that I think some people are uncomfortable with. But I'm not uncomfortable with it. I I'll I'll, I'll fight for Temple of Doom as my favorite Indiana Jones all day. Thank you. Day. It's my favorite too. I'm yeah, not saying I'll it's the best it movie. Day. It's my favorite by well, I think by far it's my favorite one. I think probably the best one. Let's be real. It's probably Raiders of the Lost Ark. But probably like my favorite is definitely the uneven and very delightful Temple of Doom.
1: It's the most rewatchable one Temple of yeah. Doom because it's like a yeah. carnival ride when you Every watch it. Every single
0: that. thing that happens you're like what the fuck are they doing? I love the scene where the guys come out of the walls. Uh, there's just it's 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 the one like when I go on the ride it feels the same. As... Wait wait,
1: guys come out of the walls that was Crystal Skull. Guys come no, no. out of the
0: walls. Uh, remember there's like the, they're like in the like there's like a painting on the wall and they like they're like there to like Oh, you mean that? Like you mean the, weird... when the thuggy comes out and attacks him after dinner, he's pretending to be part of the mural in the wall, and he like, oh, okay, yes, that yeah, was, yeah, yeah. There yeah. was some, there was some, yeah, there were some
1: groups i I really liked how how Indy was very overprotective of like short round seeing violent things. Remember he said, "Don't come here, don't see this." When they, when there were all the hands that were in the forest, like he was very like the the fact that they never revisited even a reference to that relationship really annoys me cuz that was the most like tender relationship he had in any of the movies the most like real relationship with any character It's like wow this is tender they're playing cards together and they're joking with each other and they're calling each other cheaters and stuff and i'm like I'm like, wow, wasted opportunity in not just one, but two movies where they had no reference. I'm I'm saying the characters got to come back for more than a minute, but I just thought that, imagine, imagine in this movie, if one of their stops, this is basically structured like a James Bond movie, Dialed Destiny, we're going to go to a new location, the villain's going to follow here, we're going to go underwater, the villain's going to follow here. It was set up like a Bond movie. Anyway, imagine if one of their stops was, well, uh, you know, uh, short round back in nineteen fifty eight was doing a study in this, and we gotta go talk to him for five minutes
0: just I'm like for it like i wouldn't come be on. sad to, i wouldn 't be sad to see him, but Ugh. I will say that short of the fact that ke Kwan is like amazing uh just Ugh. i don 't know what it is something about him and Harrison Ford yelling at each other just it feels it was, it felt great it was natural like, yeah, it just felt really good. he does have in every single movie like two or three characters that are just like from the movie. You know what I mean? Like, there's always somebody who just kind of comes and goes. And, and, and it, you know, it, imagine it's Imagine it...
1: if that was Short Round instead of Mutt and Crystal yeah. Skull. Just imagine. I'm just saying, like, it, you remake the entire... The whole movie's entirely different now. I
0: still now. wouldn't like it if he swung with the monkeys. No. That was... Yeah, <laughs> or, wanna... or doing a split in between the two uh, vehicles with the Look, swords. It just... it It's funny because that same guy made... Uh, fucking Tintin. Just like a few years later, right? Same kind of like long, like extremely long. Never like, saw Tintin. Actually, a ten out of ten, like essential picture in my opinion. Essential, it's, like uh, amongst it, Steven Spielberg's movies, I would say one of his best movies in terms did, of. Did you? Were you familiar with the comic before seeing it or not? Uh, I I I mostly knew the show, but as a like older comic book reader, I've read a bunch of the uh, Tintin stories, and I think they're fantastic with beautiful art. But the- just the the show that was on like Canadian television in the '90s was really a good adaptation of a lot of that those those stories. And I just got to say that if you if you're looking for more indie out there, Tintin is not a bad substitute. And the last sequence, this big giant like tank sequence down through this like sort of like lawrence of arabia-esque area uh-huh. is like every it, you're like how could the guy that made this have made the fucking monkey nazi jungle nazi <sighs> russian nazi weird well how could it have been the same guy
1: well it's probably a cost thing i thought it was probably cheaper to do that which brings me to our next point about are we at the end are we we i think we are i think we, we've reached the zenith of these movies that cost 200, million dollars that basically the, the the movie studio heads are looking at these movies more and more like scratch off lottery tickets where it's yeah. like, well, we can make a we can make we can be safe and make like a modest profit or we can swing for the fences and make half a billion dollars on an individual movie. And I think we've we have hit with this bombing. This is officially a bomb flash was officially a bomb you have two movies that both cost about 300 million dollars each bombing within a month of each other i think we're at the point where maybe or maybe these studio heads are going to be that obstinate but i think we're going to be like hey how about we go back to doing movies that are like eighty million dollars or fifty million dollars, and we'll make a pretty good profit. And people will like like the, the what the hell is that the, that the the horror movie that just came out with Patrick Wilson? That's going to oh, turn a, a red door. P- red door. That movie didn't cost 100.
0: a hundred. I heard it's a big stinker though. But that's a, that's a, another. Co- but that's these another
1: are movies co- that these are a
0: series of movies, the, right? Uh, yeah, what, I mean the Conjuring movies cost like three, four million dollars to make a piece. Is that it really? Yeah, like they're I like the I think the last one was like Com- an eight million dollar movie or something like that.
1: Uh Insidious the Red Door. Let's see. Oh
0: the insidious. I'm sorry. I So that's I, a,
1: Patrick did, Wilson's yeah. in both of them. They're He's both, in both horror them, movies. Yeah. Uh, so Insidious: The Red Door uh, only costs sixteen million dollars. Yeah. It already has a seventy-four million dollars box office
0: already. That's kind of that's kind of horror's like deal, though. For the but longest but time.
1: that's going to be more. There is going to be a tail. There is going to be obviously be you know streaming and things like that. So the point is this: you can make quality movies that look pretty good for well under hundred million dollars. Like the fact that this movie costs three hundred million dollars for Dial
0: of Destiny is insane. That's yeah. insane. It shouldn't have cost that much. I I agree with you. But also, here's what I think is going to actually happen. This is, my, this is my guess. There was the 80s before this and the 50s before that where movies were just almost all horrible. Like what? every movie. That, 80s was like one of the worst, like pound for pound. It has some of the best movies. But the movies that we don't talk about from the 80s are, I would say – it's one of the worst decades for movies, in my opinion. And same thing with the '50s. And what happened in those decades was there were times in the, when the movie industry was extremely cavalier, like this, where like everybody's just kind of suffering because people are greenlighting things without a lot of thought, a lot of, you know. Yeah, the next the next like giant spider movie will come yeah, out. Yeah, like whatever. Like yeah. I feel like <laughs> we're, we're there now. We're, yeah, I, I we're we're there. We're at the height of like a big trash pile right now. And I think what's going to happen is, first of all, hopefully, what I what I hope happens is that the fucking film industry gets its head out of its ass for a second and starts to realize, okay, we have to pay people, and we can't make as much stuff.
1: Oh, and we can't spend as much on all this. That's what I mean. Because, we can't
0: because here's the thing: I would be like totally fine with, with a movie like Indiana Jones costing three hundred million dollars if it was like one of like the three movies that Disney was putting out this year, period, you know what I mean? Same thing with, same thing with, uh, you know, these, these, these Warner brothers movies. If, if you have to go all the way in, if we can't be as choosy, it's the same thing with, uh, you know, how everybody used to watch TV and we all used to talk about the same stuff because there was like 10 channels. And then the moment we've got cable, like TV becomes an entirely different beast and TV as quality goes down. By a million, I mean, there's still some of the greatest shows, but once you, you know, widen that access, when you add more stuff, it kind of cheapens it, right? Like, just by by nature of how things work, like abundance makes things less special, right? So I think what people need to realize is that what people are going to come to the movies for, and this is kind of being proven right now by people like Tom Cruise, who, you know, dude's a crazy motherfucker, we can all agree. Dude is an absolutely insane demigod human being, uh, you know, in in his mind. And, and uh, he's, but he's 100% right about the movie industry. He could not be more correct about what's going to get people back into theaters. And that is making it feel special to go into the fucking movie theater. Sure. And Indiana Jones is not an exciting prospect when there's a million other things going on that can, take your interest away, but when it's 2008, and there's not that okay. much stuff coming out, you know,
1: let me I play, think... Let me play devil's advocate. Why, yeah. why is Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1 exciting to go to the movie theater, versus an Indiana Jones movie where we, we haven't one in 15 years?
0: All of the movies that have come out from this uh, Dead Reckoning series, these like more recent, uh, like, probably starting with like, whatever. Three like, and four?
1: Three, really three. Three was like, three, a, was like a three was like soft three reboot. Three was like
0: almost there. Yeah, three almost took it to that next level. 4,
1: four, four completed the vision. Three was like a soft reboot because yeah. two was I, a disaster. Three is
0: like three is like low key my fave. Two is like hilarious. Like two, I'm glad two exists. It's I not saw good. I
1: saw two in the movie theater. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. I said, I was uh, like, this is absolutely insane.
0: Uh, it's a great watch, but it is like not. Good.
1: It's like super. <laughs> it's like more superheroish than James Bond and it's like, in like ten it's times like more RRR.
0: Ridiculous. It's like dead. It's dead ass like RRR. Uh. It's like John Woo doing RRR. All right. So anyway, so
1: so your argument is that Indiana Jones was not interesting enough to get people back in the theater. What what, what Um, I'm
0: saying is, what I'm saying is, Tom Cruise has been talking about as a brand. He's been like, look at all the stupid bullshit that I do. Nobody cares about the plot of the Mission Impossible movies. There's no real continuity between them. It's Porn. You know what I mean? Um, like, it's not. It's not horrible. It's there's a, like,
1: there, no, there's a continuity between the two movies. They w- w- between Fallout and, uh was it Rogue Nation? There's a. That's, that's
0: true. There's some like like. But and in this one, there, this is
1: continuing the last. This is basically continuing the story. The last it's, couple.
0: It's there. Yeah. But like what I'm saying is like we're not like there's not like lore heads no. diving into this in no. the same way that people are about other stuff. It's not the. It's like John Wick. Like yes, there's a story. Of course, there's a story, and it's not that bad of a story. It's just like what people want to go see is the man who is impervious to bullets, right? Like, Um, so it's the same, it's the same thing. John Wick and Tom Cruise are doing the same thing. It's just, uh, you're creating this paradigm of, of, of insane spectacle. And the only the movies can bring you this feeling of excellent, like spectacle. You can't feel that in the same way in your house uh, that you can on a screen. And, so I think a combination of those ex- insanely buzzworthy spectacles, where somebody's life is actually on the line, or somebody okay. is really executing, so like Keanu Reeves' absolute expertise in martial arts at this point, Donnie Yen just absolutely oh Donnie Yen is a god like yes. a ball- that fucking doorbell fight whatever We're, we'll get you know whatever.
1: So but- your argument is is basically that like the spectacle of of like of Tom Cruise not spoilers because it's been public of him doing a death defying stunt six times in one day to get it right of, yeah. of going off a cliff on a motorcycle and then hitting a parachute one of the most insane stunts ever yeah. uh, done oh, probably rivals like the James Bond uh um Spy Who Loved Me go, you know skiing off a cliff and then parachuting like these yeah. are insane stunts and this is a star of the movie doing yeah. it not a stuntman so you're saying that spectacle get pe- gets is gonna get people in the theater, but maybe not seeing eighty year old Harrison Ford in his underwear.
0: That, that, that's, I, that's just not... <laughs> think, I just think in a world where everything is coming back, everything is getting remade, everything is getting uh, you know a new version all the time. There's already a new Wonka after the last one, after the after the Johnny Depp one. Now there's a new Wonka coming out, a third Wonka verse. That looks nuts, by like that. Yeah, I don't know.
1: When I see stuff like that, I'm like. Do they know like that they need an audience that exists to see these properties? Like,
0: I think I, they do. I think that uh, that audience is out there somewhere. You think?
1: We'll see. Because yeah. when I saw I, that trailer, I... when I first of all when I saw that trailer, the actor, the the same actor in uh, June, Timothy Chalamet, I'm like, he's not really acting goofy, like like like. Yeah, I don't no. understand it. But anyway, um, I think I think audiences have come. I think they've come impervious to some of the marketing tricks of some of this, and I think. I think the nostalgia for Indiana Jones was a bridge too far. It was like when I went to see it, I saw it the second weekend. Um, there were all older people there. like I mean yeah. like people in their 60s that yeah. were like, oh, because I, I grew up watching Indiana Jones you because know, in my 20s. Remember,
0: they I, remember it was actually good. That's why. They remember like, what it was like to go see it.
1: I guess for a younger audience, though, like if you're 25, why are you going to see 80-year-old Harrison Ford you in were Indiana Jones? You were 10 when
0: the last one came out.
1: And he probably didn't like it then or didn't care about it. So, you probably
0: didn't even see that yeah. shit.
1: Yeah. So, that's probably part of it. I, I still can't believe, like, I looked up Crystal Skull cost $185 million, yeah. and this cost 50% more almost. And I'm well, just like,
0: Yeah. I mean, I think some of that has to do with just like
1: Harrison Ford wanting more money
0: and not that much just, more probably. No, I think like, I think like some of it has to do with like movies are more expensive to make. No. But, they, but, well, first of all, because
1: it was, it was a half hour longer than Crystal Skull. So, that's. Yeah probably part of it so i think we're gonna and see weren't
0: there like some reshoots wasn't there, like some heavy reshoots
1: oh i didn't know that there was there was reshoots and oh, no, that well that obviously uh, hurts um yeah
0: wh- i thought th- i thought that there was like more production going into this movie for some reason
1: that's a problem the too i think th- i think they're just filming stuff first of all i think i think this this script was probably gone through like multiple writers this was not one writer's vision this was like no a, a f-
0: it was almost i could see what was what they were going for
1: sure feel it so yeah. I think, I think, I hope that the studios, maybe it needs to be a turnover of like younger studio heads, if that ever happens, we'll be like, hey, let's go back to movies that meet. Hey, how about a movie only costs 120 million instead of 240? And then we can still put out quality stuff and we, we take less of a risk and that that, uh, that affords us opportunities to do weirder shit. We can do that $15 million weird film that maybe that'll take off. Maybe that'll be the new Conjuring. Because I looked up The Conjuring while we were talking. Uh, the last Conjuring cost $39 million, And what did it make? A hell of a lot more than that. Conjuring Red of the, Door. How much
0: did the first con Oh, no. Insidious. Insidious. Uh,
1: the last... Uh, yeah, confused because the same actor in both. Yeah, I was confused, too. Uh, Conjuring. Oh, excuse me. Conjuring. What was the last one? Conjuring movie. Uh, let's see. The last one was uh, The Devil Made Me Do It. This came out two years ago. Semi, Semi-COVID stuff. It made two hundred and six million on a thirty nine million dollar budget that's damn good that's that's yeah. you're in the profit by tens of millions there that's pretty yeah. good
0: yeah that's so not bad I, I think I think you know the horror the horror industry equalized because it's been based on this sort of haunted house spectacle element by by definition which a lot of you know movies that are just about interesting characters and actors don't really have that like why would you go see like Kramer versus Kramer in the movies in 2023? But you I mean? should. But you should though. Like like you, I as uh, well, you should if you're Pat the NES punk or Alex Fossiani who actually has but, some respect for film culture, right? But but but, but 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 most people don't. Almost no one does. But for example, almost no one.
1: But you should like for example you brought up John Wick. John Wick four only cost a hundred million dollars, and that's yeah. like on the same scale of spectacle as an Indiana Jones movie, which cost well, three no three one's times. The in no What's one's that? in
0: it, and it's mostly stunts.
1: No one's in it. What do you mean? You got Keanu Reeves. You got Donnie Yen. What do you mean?
0: Like Donnie Yen is not an expensive uh, guy to put in the movie.
1: I guarantee Thank you God. that Keanu Reeves got a, got a good amount of change Keanu for Reeves, that movie.
0: Keanu Reeves has equity in the movie now, so it's that's what I mean. So he's getting paid. Yeah. He's, he's getting, getting paid, but he's not the reason that movie is cheaper. Like all I'm saying is, there's no one else in the movie who's worth any money to anyone in that same way as something like Indiana Jones. Uh, I
1: just think the spectacle, like the over-effects stuff, think about how much money it costs to do all the CG in the first 30 minutes of, of Dial Destiny. Think about that. Think about that. Yeah, I they, mean, they, look, they I'm didn't with fil- you. They didn't film on a – it wasn't a real train that Indy was hopping on when they strangely put in his theme there when they shouldn't have. It was like way too early for that scene or whatever. <laughs> it was like this. Is- he's not doing anything heroic. He's just running on a train. And I would love to
0: see this movie again. You're making me want to see it again. I think
1: we should see Dial Destiny together. I think we yeah, really should I- see it together.
0: I would love to. I, I would, you know what? I want to watch Crystal Skull with you. This is what I want to watch.
1: I haven't seen Crystal Skull all the way through since the theater. Like, I have I've not. Got
0: it. I've got it on Blu-ray disc. Can we, we, go, can do,
1: right? we can do a Prime Watch party on Twitch. Yeah. You can do yeah, that. Perfect. You can do the, do the Prime Watch parties, and oh, it's somehow yeah, legal. What's, what's well, that? You can
0: watch Indiana Jones on Twitch for real?
1: You can, a prime, if you have Amazon Prime, because it's the same company, you can watch things and do a watch party, but everyone to watch it has to have Amazon Prime. So then it's not piracy. Like if everyone in your chat, let's say there's 20 people in your chat that have Amazon Prime, they can watch you watch it. That's that's a Twitch thing that's been around for a couple of years now.
0: Surprised you don't, I don't know, know that. that. Yeah. I, I just don't, I have no, I've never thought like I want to, I would love to like text strangers while I watch a movie. But you know, I—I'm I uh, just saying, we can make money doing this. We can get all those bits. We can yeah, watch Crystal right. Skull on Twitch. Look, I want to know what's going on with the Crystal Skull. I haven't seen it in a long time. Uh, but just to go back to this real quick, like I just think it's a shame that this movie was a bomb because I don't think it deserved to be a bomb on its own merits.
1: Well, a bomb. Uh, just oh, here's the thing: not, you're never going to see another Indiana Jones movie anyway, so it doesn't matter that it
0: bombed for the most part. Right. I, mean, I just mean like uh, the, the poster was good, the trailer was poster good. Poster was good. The poster was good. The movie, the the movie was not a piece of shit. Like it was like I would give no. like a hard seven or eight. Like I would
1: not give shit. it an eight. I think I I think in my head I gave it a theater six and a half. Walking out of the theater,
0: and I, I was think, like, I, I think a six and a half from you is exactly the same as an eight for me. I, I'm too much of a critic compared to you. <laughs> I just think I think you're more discerning with with your numbers. I I, I think okay. I think like I think like this movie was in no like what'd you give Crystal Skull? God, I don't remember. If the, you had to slap a number on it, even though it's been 15 years, what do you think?
1: Uh, Crystal Skull was probably like a six or five and a half. You
0: thought it was you thought it was that close between Dial of Destiny and Crystal Skull.
1: I'm what trying to like, remember. There were things about Crystal Skull I enjoyed, but I'm too. trying to remember what they were. How I like the, the chase scene on the bike was good. With yep. Harrison Ford in the beginning, all, all like the fifth, the first half of that movie is actually pretty good for my memory. the second half is terrible. Nuclear
0: town, I love the nuclear town. Uh, the I fridge was, thing
1: didn't bother me as much as everyone no, not else. At all. It it's was still, comic what, books what like bothered me more, more was the CG fucking uh, little little prairie dogs that that was terrible. It looked awful. Uh, this, I, th-
0: I think these guys just don't. Know I what think the
1: doing CG is what killed it for me. It was the over reliance on CG in the last half.
0: When maybe ha- that's the maybe that's uh, the uh, maybe that's the, the word that we're looking for here is what uh, in terms of like what blockbusters will look like uh, in the future after uh, less
1: CG. I think uh, I think
0: uh, no uh, CG that's intentional, like more intentional movie making. Let's put it that well.
1: Way. Let's put it this I, way CG not to be used as a crutch. Yeah. CG like, to CG to compliment like they did in Lord of the Rings not like well we can have like in Crystal Skull we have these giant machines that clear the jungle out like instantly. I'm yeah. sure stuff like that kind of exists but not like that. Not like tanks that just railroad uh, the entire jungle well, like, away.
0: We, need, we, uh, we need, don't need that. Yes, we don't need that need in our movie. Clear jungle. Yeah. There's no, what did uh, that do for the movie? Nothing. We don't.
1: We don't need. You can do a chase sequence like a real one. You Go up into the the mountain somewhere with some trees around. Versus,
0: we're gonna have a mutt do a split with a sword in his hand between two vehicles. I did. I did uh, think that Dial of Destiny was a, for the most part, like appropriately small stakes movie for a thing about an archaeologist. Like there wasn't that much. Like um, like we, he went through a time portal at the end. But um, that side, it's like. It wasn't that it wasn't that bombastic. It was like a pretty like he's in a lot of places that he would normally be. I wouldn't
1: call small stakes when it's the fate of you know, losing World War Two to the Nazis. I
0: don't think that's small. That's that's like right at the end you find out about that. I'm just saying like (laughs) the most part he's on like a motorcycle. No, that's not,
1: you you don't find it at the end you know the whole time that's why he wants to get the, the dial S- of destiny. In the
0: streets of Morocco on a motorcycle is not a weird place. It's not like over it's like a not oh, unbelievable. Oh, that's,
1: probably the, that's probably why that's probably why the 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 budget was so high too. Like that
0: that chase
1: scene went on forever too. The the yeah. the, the trains the, the the intro went on forever, but that chase scene which was pretty decent at some point though it's got to end. Like and there was nothing that was also the problem.
0: With, I like the horse uh, scene too. I like the I like the where he gets in the sun. That was also
1: the thing. And you're gonna ding me on this, but I don't care. You're gonna know I'm right. I, I just <laughs> and I I just told you two things that were bad about yeah. Crystal Skull, but I remember them that happened. The vine swinging was ridiculous. The fight scene between the two vehicles and much doing a split, but they were memorable. They were not good, but they were memorable. Looking back from Dial Destiny, what would you, would you say would be this is the memorable action sequence or two from this film? Because every Indiana Jones film has like three memorable action things
0: that happen in them. I like the one where he was hanging upside down.
1: What, what, what where oh. was he hanging upside down?
0: right at the beginning he's like hanging upside down from his whip and he's like talking to these nazis and he kind of like does this neat little flip thing i don't even remember cool. that okay what's that, the was second a, that, one? Was, that was a pretty cool one uh <laughs> okay. what's the second one yeah i liked uh let's see i liked <laughs> i like i like when he went in the subway on the horse i thought that was good okay it was memorable because he
1: was riding a horse
0: it was the fun subway. like it was like, like he's in a parade you know okay it's, like a, big, it's a nice it's a nice sequence
1: Here's the thing. I guess this is what it comes down to. There was nothing inventive about this movie. There was nothing. I don't know about that. There was nothing inventive. Raiders of the Lost Ark. You had the you had the booby traps in the beginning and the giant fucking ball rock coming. That's memorable. That wasn't so memorable because nostalgia. That's memorable. You had you had the, the 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 truck chase is a brilliant scene to this day. Where you're like, this is dangerous. This was an incredible stunt. Harrison Ford did a lot of that. This was incredible. Temple of Doom. You have obviously the minecart is iconic. You yep. have you have the bridge scene, which is I mean, iconic. I mean,
0: we we have those scenes.
1: Uh, no, you don't. Uh,
0: uh, <laughs> uh, what do you mean? In, in, it's like yeah. In in the, Last I remember all the action was with
1: this. In Last Crusade, you have the boat chase was pretty good. The tank scene is iconic. Uh, when they're up in the, the in the airplane, dogfighting with with uh, Sean Carrier. or oh, Sean, I think they got us. All memorable, yeah, and, and probably even jousting with the motorcycle scene, this movie's like, well, what was memorable about the the, the, the scene where they're uh, chasing the car and the, the little tri the try uh, moped things like whats what was memorable about that scene
0: I like the what was invented I like the scene where they were that part where they're jumping in and out of the cars they're, that I thought was like a neat, clever part of that with, uh, when he
1: went off for a second and came back
0: on. No, there's but, like it's like the boyfriend chase, right? Like, yes, that's the, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, and it's like there's like two cars, and the guy has the object, and he keeps jumping. He like goes onto the back of the other car, and he's flying around, and then he goes into the window of the other car. Like there was there was But, had,
1: but had you seen that before in other movies? Yes, you'd seen stuff like that.
0: It's been fifty years. I'm of just telling I
1: you. I just named you examples from the original four Indiana Jones movies of stuff that you had never really seen before in these films. In A
0: movie what's that in a movie or in a, in a movie in a, I know yeah, of course like James Bond has done everything that Indiana Jones I'm has just done. saying this did not have anything
1: memorable underwater nothing memorable happened no action was he's, it, he's too old well he's, there you go that's why the movie is problematic Then it's like it's an action hero that's too old
0: <laughs> I, yeah but I mean that's the movie right like I, I, I guess know, like, like i I didn't think that the movie didn't have enough action I wasn't no, it, like, it had
1: it had action, but I'm saying it wasn't memorable action. It, it was, was
0: just, to me like I mean, like the chase was good. I thought I I was looking at the trailer thinking that everything was going to kind of be like.
1: So 15 years from now, when people say you know these are the iconic moments of all these Indiana Jones movies, you're going to say, well, when he jumped into the car in the in the chase, that's the memorable action moment.
0: I it. mean, you're just repeating what I said in a in a, in a like a worse <laughs> voice. <laughs> Like, if I like, all I can say is, let me watch Dial of Destiny for five years. Okay. And I'll, and I'll, I'll, like, you know, let it, let it marinate. Let it be an indie movie. You know what I mean? Like, I I need to kind of see how indie congeals around the Dial of Destiny. One thing also that I wish indie did more nowadays, which it does not do, that I think a lot of other properties that do get a lot of love when they come out in theaters, like Ghostbusters or Transformers, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles do, is there's no apocrypha for Indiana Jones since, like, 1995.
1: What do you mean, in terms of his other material? There's but, nothing. Yeah, there's, uh, you no,
0: mean, uh, there's no good, like, ongoing... Like Star Wars has, like, 15 comics on the shelves every month. Like, Indiana Jones, I know it's not Star had, Wars, Yeah, right? the
1: game's in the 90s, you had the se- young indie series. But that's what I'm saying, 90s.
0: like, give me, give me just, like, an IDW... Like Longburn, Indiana Jones, and the uh, comic book series. Give me a Longburn, like young well, Indiana Jones.
1: It's tougher like, because it's based upon a single character, and Star Wars now is like, you know, fifty characters okay. you can base. I it mean, that's okay. Like yeah.
0: I don't need as much. You, you as want the Star short? Wars.
1: You want the short round mini series? I, I know, I want that.
0: I'll take. Dude, like, is there a I, short I would, round comic series? <laughs> I bet you up. there is. I bet you there fucking <laughs> like, is like a short round book series or some shit. I um. Bet Let's see. No, I don't think. Book series where he's like the main guy. I bet you
1: he's been in comics, but like it sounds like because obviously they had the Indiana Jones Marvel series in the eighties. Yeah, uh, the same way they had the Star Wars one where they did have the movie stuff and then they went off other stuff.
0: Um, I want that now. Just one. Give me one book. Give me Indiana Jones. Mm. Mm. Why not? You got to
1: play the games, I guess. The games are all like they're a self-contained story, like Fate of Atlantis. What I'm
0: all I'm saying is there isn't. Stuff like now on Transformers, like toys come out constantly, movies come out constantly. Like, like, uh, but it's you a know. toy
1: line though, and so, it's, it's like, it's I think that's different when it's when it's toys, first of all. And that's well, all stuff that Ghostbusters,
0: we Ghostbusters, well, Ghostbusters, then, right? There's always uh, Ghostbusters. I think There's Ghostbusters,
1: I think Ghostbusters hit its sort of peak of like cultural relevancy, like in terms of like, well, you had one good movie and one that was all right, um, and you had a video game. That was basically the third movie. That was like 2009. And uh, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters, I think, falls off because it's more about the characters and them being funny more so than the concept. The concept is secondary to the character interplay. That's why That's... You, you watch Ghostbusters not for the ghosts. You watch it for Aykroyd, Harold Ramis,
0: and uh, Bill Murray. That's well, why, why you watch the, Ghostbusters. The general public, yes. But yes. the reason. But the reason that these movies continually put up numbers, like Ghostbusters Afterlife, uh, eighty million dollar movie, something like that, uh, made like two hundred million dollars.
1: That's not uh, with marketing
0: though. That's like breaking even. Um, I don't. I, I think that's pretty good because that mm-hmm. movie came out literally in COVID.
1: Let's see, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters,
0: Ghostbusters.
1: I I thought Afterlife was all right. I thought it was heartfelt, uh, the tribute to how how but then when I see you know some seven year olds in their in their outfits, and I'm just like, yeah, I think I'm I think I'm good now. I don't. That's
0: think... literally what the plot of Indiana Jones is: is a seventy year old in his outfit.
1: Yeah, but I, I, but I think I'm at the point where I don't think I need to see these characters this old. I think there's a point. I where... would have I would have yeah.
0: been fine with Alden Ehrenreich as Indiana Jones.
1: Um. Let's see. So the budget was seventy five million, which means. With marketing, let's see. You make you make about half of the box. Yeah, I don't think they. I don't think they. Uh, you. I mean, much you have to look Buzzy. at
0: it in that it came out in twenty twenty one when nobody was going to the movies, and you got to see that that August. Pretty, that's when things were starting to pick up. Yeah, that's right. You got to see that that's pretty good numbers for that movie. Com- it, com- let's compare it compared to Indiana Jones, which you'd think Indiana Jones has a more more iconic, it's more. It's a more. It's popular franchise. You think more people would show up for an indie movie than they would for a Ghostbusters sure. movie? Sure. You know, seems, but it seems they did not. And I believe that the reason is because the fandom is not active in the way that a lot of other fandoms are. Mm-hmm. You know what would be great for Indiana Jones that I think would be like a winner? Just do fucking serialized radio show of Indiana Jones, and it's like, a, and it's a podcast. <sighs> Indiana Jones Adventure Hour.
1: Let's go. Like, like they still have some uh, some station in San Diego on a Sunday night. I'll be driving home from like Frank or something. I'll be like, oh, they're doing a radio play. Like that's yeah. kind of interesting. Like it still exists
0: in some form. Marvel, Marvel is doing actual and and DC. They're doing radio doing plays. Yep. Amazing yeah. radio plays. The Wolverine stuff is adult and amazing. It's like cable TV. It's worth watching, and the actors are like a list. Like, just give me some... In, like, like, let's not make it so crazy that indie is in our consciousness if we want to have a successful indie movie.
1: You know what's crazy? I'm just looking at the Ghostbusters. So Ghostbusters Afterlife cost $75 million. The abysmal 2016 remake cost double that to make. Yeah,
0: but it probably made more too, right?
1: Not... No, not really. It made $20 million more, but it, uh, that was obviously a huge bomb.
0: Uh, yeah, huge. that movie was like... It's that movie I felt like got the respect that a Ghostbusters reboot should have gotten in terms of it just being like a fun movie for the summer. You know, I think a lot of people that movie picked up a lot of anger from people who were like, you'll never replace my (laughs) Ghostbusters. But I think like both the people that made the movie and me, the movie watcher both agreed that that was a movie for the summer of 2016 that I'd never need to watch again. Well, but it was also like
1: not the tone of like, like Ghostbusters is like tightly scripted like dialogue that like bounce 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 were out that was like when you go to the behind the scenes hey we'll just run the cameras you can improv the entire scene it's like no yeah. You I mean, could, I'm
0: sure uh, Ghostbusters has a lot of that too, with those guys in there. Oh, no,
1: no, 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 no. Back in the day there was some improv but like that's on the page. Like Ramis was like writing that stuff out with like Aykroyd and those folks and Ivan Reitman. Like they're writing this shit out.
0: Like, I, I don't uh, doubt it. I those guys are like real movie makers who were trying to make a movie. They were real comedians.
1: Forever. That's, like, but, that's real... What,
0: but that's what I'm saying. Ghostbusters twenty sixteen to me was like, hey, Ghostbusters, like, remember Ghostbusters? No, nah, it days? was like this
1: is the S N L version of Ghostbusters. Like yeah, that's basically that's... what it was.
0: And, what but, that? I mean, that's kind of what Ghostbusters... I mean, that's not what, what Ghostbusters. I'm telling you, that's not what Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters is. was like It was literally SNL guys doing a Ghostbusters movie,
1: but it wasn't sketch like like where it's like, no, well,
0: no. But that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Ghostbusters 2016 succeeded in my mind as a sort of forgettable summer movie for the summer. Okay, you thought it was just forgettable, but my point is like, I
1: guess for a property like that, you can't do it with a property like that. You have to be very careful. Or with that. do you? Right. Well, like, you do because like that movie bombed, and they did. And they were supposed to start a whole Ghostbusters universe b- because I, I of that. Mean,
0: I don't know. I mean, I can't speak about that. I don't know about that. They were supposed
1: to like, it was like, it was, it was like Ghost Squad universe. Remember that was when they were supposed to do like the whole Universal Monsters universe with the Tom Cruise mummy movie. They were supposed to start all these universes off, but it's like
0: it's the fucking Microsoft Store, Apple Store thing. It's just, it's just a bad, it's just a bad look. It's like when every video game on PS3 was like. And the multiplayer version is good, and it, like <laughs> destroyed like every single player video game franchise it, like ever made, turned into just like pure trash. And like You're you talk about like, like the well, fort- the Fortnite model, or there thing? was like no, there was like Uncharted multiplayer, there was like uh, Bioshock Two multiplayer, there was like all these like games that they were just like, well, we need multiplayer because Halo did so well. Like so much of what's out there that people do in the movie world and in the entertainment world and the comics world and in the TV world, it's all just like, uh, maybe if I do the same thing, I'll get, I'll do, I'll do it. Well, it's just so cynical and, 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 uh, it's not fair that Indy had to try and make it in a, in a world like, Oh,
1: so you're blaming the failure in Jones on the culture? He never had, he never had a chance. (laughs) There had a chance. Well, I guess uncle Marty was right. Uh, going back to like, everything's now disposable content because that's what it is now. We'll, we'll, everything's like, we'll just, we'll just do a tax write-off for a uh, Batgirl and you'll never see the movie that we spent 60, $80 million on, even though we'll probably turn like a profit on that or at least break even. They'll be better as a tax write-off. I just saw a tweet uh, in regards to like b- uh, b- uh, Bob, Bob, uh, oh, Eisner saying like, Oh, like don't, uh, there's these people don't know what they're talking about. They're being unreasonable. I saw oh, Bob Iger. Yeah. Uh, was it Eisner or Iger? Iger.
0: Tiger eisner is the old one the old uh, one who looks like my dentist
1: i saw a response to that from someone that said hey i, I was a showrunner on this show on disney plus that got two seasons 11 emmy nominations and you and you fucking pulled it from the platform so no one can see it and so that you you won't be able you, you won't have to pay residuals and you're calling me us unreasonable like, yeah. I, we literally produced a show that got 11, 11 Emmy nods, and you treat it like garbage. Like, it's gone. Literally, no one can see it They literally it
0: spent so much money that they can't pay anyone.
1: And people were replying, I'd never heard of this show. It's like, well, isn't that the problem, then? Yeah. Like, isn't that part of the problem? Like, it goes back, like, again, Uncle Marty was right, that when you treat and this entertainment art as disposable content, just who cares about it, this is what you get. You, you get it treated like trash.
0: Limitations are the generator of creativity.
1: So, in general, you're saying like if we had like a quarter of the content we have right now, it we would
0: all be so much better
1: for terms of movies. Well documentaries are their own thing that's different. they don't really cost nearly even, as much and, even
0: even uh, documentaries same thing yeah, across the board, same deal, same deal if there was if there was one fourth as many documentaries, they would all be better if there was one fourth as many movies, they would all be better you the think only- so. Yeah. The only one that I'm like, maybe not with, and maybe it's still true is comics because so few people are involved in making them. But even then, I still feel like the the less like that good ass comic writer like Tom King, right? He He doesn't really have to do this because he's like actually selling a shitload of stuff. But a lot of comic writers, they have to write that issue. They don't want to write or they have to pick up that extra book they don't want to write because they're under contract. And even that one is still worse than the one that they want to be writing. So yeah, my thing stands up across the board. Same thing with food. Starbucks, remember, realized this. Well, if, we, if we had 25% of the amount of food, we'd be better off. No, food <laughs> food businesses. like When, when business. Starbucks was... Starbucks literally was like, we're going to close all our stores for a month. One third of them are going to close forever. And when we open up again in a month, we're going to be the best Starbucks has ever been. And they were right.
1: So they improved the quality overall by
0: closing a third of their services.
1: after they put mom and pop shops out of business
0: yeah uh, but that's the whole problem if everybody could just be a fucking earnest individual if they could just fucking make things based on what they want to be making if people could just you know be self-respecting and not like you know try to actively uh you know actively sort of like what's the word i'm looking for ex ex actively uh we take advantage of it actively every any system that you're a part of you want to take advantage of it okay if if manipulate you
1: mean manipulate like people manipulating systems
0: yeah for some reason i'm thinking of an e-word i don't know what it is but if you could just not go into every like decision making process in your life like how can i like manipulate this how can i how can I do this in bad faith to get myself more?
1: But isn't that, but isn't that unfortunately like when corporate interests are are put into place? That's how corporations are like fiduciary. Like f-
0: I'm not gonna, I'm gonna, I might be blowing your mind by saying this, but you might find that I'm not the biggest supporter of giant corporations. No, no, no,
1: I'm, I'm not yeah. necessarily. They're, they're like in some aspects unnecessary, necessary, even in other parts, just evil. The point is, is that. Once you become like a publicly traded company, you are l- less and less likely to think in an egalitarian standpoint about things other than what makes me the most money now. Like that's basically well, what it comes... And, that, and know, obviously that's was, arts and entertainment. It's like what it makes it, us the most amount of money? We don't care about the industry five years from now. We care about our, our shareholders right now. We care about our
0: quarterly earnings right now. I understand the mindset, but I'm, I'll ask you this. Was Marvel... In a better spot in 2012, when there was two movies, three movies a year, uh, or now, where I wish there was no movies ever again. Well,
1: well, Marvel got a huge fucking payout from Disney, so it, after 2012, so it doesn't matter. They got paid out, but that's what it, I'm saying. So Marvel that. doesn't really exist anymore in terms of like how it used to. So I mean, but like
0: that's, but that's what I mean. Like the situation was created, like if they had just made uh conservative decisions. Uh you know, you can you can do this. Like companies do exhibit restraint and keep their value high. Um companies do this all the time.
1: Yes, but we're talking about going back to streaming like this had not this is not a product that it's easy to um know what your ROI is to know what your investment versus outcome is going to be and now they've discovered we fucked up. They all discovered that no one was an adult in the room. They didn't w-
0: discover anything. No, They'd they been they did. They, they They've did. been they... doing it flagrantly and knowingly this whole time and have been trying to cover it up
1: no. actively this whole time. I don't know yes. about trying to cover it up. I mean, they basically come out and said publicly, like, yeah, Marvel, we're doing too much shit right now. That's why we're pushing out release dates. We're not going to have – like at one point, it was going to be four movies a year and like three or four series. That's sure like it wasn't nuts.
0: Because you sure it wasn't because their two biggest villains just got like in like domestic battery cases at the same time?
1: Well, no, no, I thought one was a sexual assault allegation for uh, Namor. Uh, that oh, was the way. I,
0: I thought he, I don't know. It doesn't matter. The no, that, that has nothing to do both. with it.
1: I think they realized yeah. that we we just went, as, as, as Lucas said, when looking at his own cut of Phantom Menace, I think I've gone too far in some places. I think yeah. They think they realize we did too much and we don't know what we're doing anymore. And, and like, the the first 10 years of the MCU was lightning in a bottle that will never be replicated. And now, and the same thing with Star Wars. You get that first Star Wars movie back. Wow, I haven't seen a new Star Wars movie and at that point only. God, that was only 12 years. But, oh, me, that was only 10 years between movies, 2005 and 15. Holy shit. Uh, that was it? 10 years? And so now that we have this back, we have the nostalgia bait in front of everyone. How do we maintain this? How do we maintain this fervor? And I think but how you do it is by not pumping out as much content as possible. You don't saturate the market. Unfortunately, superheroes is now oversaturated. Star Wars, due to a lot of factors, if not oversaturated, it's hit its zenith. It's done. Like it'll never be as big as what it was.
0: So I the- think it's get up and do a good job. And the more people that can get up and actually try to do a good job, the better everything will be. And I think that <laughs> the less that people try to not do a good job and still make money and the more they try to do a good job they'll make money everyone will like them and they may not have as much money but at least will be living in a country with culture at the end so small not...
1: do a good job smaller victories are still victories
0: yeah Otherwise, we're gonna be in Cyberpunk 2077 before the year 2077. Oh, we're or we're gonna be the, are you kidding me? A cyberpunk dystopia is like two years away. Are you seeing let's, uh, let's not biff this.
1: I've seen have you seen these these on Twitter? This is how we know we're too old, these TikTok live streams where I can officially say I'm tapped out. I have no idea what I'm watching. Have you what? seen these?
0: I don't know what you're talking about.
1: But go look up like on just on Twitter, people like screen capturing TikTok live streams where it's it's like shit out of blade runner where it's like uh like this woman is doing sounds and reactions to tips like in repeat and it's the human equivalent of playing a slot machine and seeing and getting direct feedback dopamine feedback constantly like doing like you, you you're not sure what you're watching but you're watching people give tips in like And the woman's, like, doing the same monotone responses and, like, gestures to getting tips and to – it's like a human
0: emoticon machine
1: is the best way I can explain it.
0: Yeah, it's the equivalent of taking a wild animal and putting him in a cage, like, where they push a button and their food comes out. Yes, but it's
1: it's humans doing it to each other, and it's the new form of entertainment, apparently. And this is where I'm like, am I just too old, or is this really – just a really a bad sign for the future. It's what happens when uh, you
0: hand uh, the Vogue over to a computer. It's what happens when you let an efficient machine optimize con- consumption rather than let it be its own weird thing. People
1: thought on Twitter they were watching AI. They're like, no, this was a live stream of a human being. Like, and they were like, if you, I can't, you got a
0: system I, that you're if, even if you are a real person and your system is based around maximizing your views and interactions using an algorithm. Is it not AI? You know what I mean? Like, is that not, <laughs> well, it's not, it's, it's not
1: artificial until it's, it, it's, oh, yeah, it's...
0: right, right. Sure.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: I, I wish I, not all working. Uh, aren't we all being kind of controlled by AI right now? If you think about it,
1: I wish, I wish I had prepped you with it. Cause I didn't think it would come up in conversation, but I guess it's, it's so scary because it's like, this is, this is the next wave of entertainment. And, I officially don't understand it, and I know people say well, it's because you're too old. But no, I think at some point I just don't understand it. Okay, it's
0: more like a dildo than a book.
1: Let me send you a six uh, in our chat. I'll send you this is like a six second version of it. But this one person in particular is like blowing the fuck. Up. She's blowing up in terms of of like. Uh, just search TikTok live. Where, where
0: are you where are you dropping this
1: on Twitter? I'm gonna send it. I'm gonna send it to you right now. Copy link to tweet. And then you'll see more... Where's the chat thing? Like, yeah, I should have prepped you. My bad. Chat. There you go. Play some of these and let me know what you oh, think. No. Um, it's really... It's, it's like I had to watch it a few times to realize, to know what I was watching. Let me mute it on, on here. But it's like the same... Like, she sticks her tongue out in response to a certain, like, chat command. She... She does a wave thing for certain. Like she has all these pre again. It's like a, like a person being a, a, an emoji, reacting it's to just, things
0: in the chat. It just feels like watching a YouTube channel in fast motion. I guess that's what the future is. But like, it, but like it's it's just the most cynical possible version of a YouTube channel. It's not a culturally rich thing. It is no. It's a, basically
1: dopamine hits. It's a slot yeah. machine.
0: Yeah, it's it's not uh the same thing. I reject it.
1: Here's like here's a new one. Okay, it's just a, not me that cuz I'm old. Here's another one. I'll share another one where this person is just literally reacting to tips and little uh chat things and I'm like, "Okay, I'm officially too old." Uh like th- this is a new generational thing. Not everyone obviously that's like 20 years old, 18, but like this is now entertainment to people.
0: And it's I, just yeah, it's just uh I mean it is what it is like I, I can't speak to the cultural like satisfaction that it's bringing someone I can't imagine what culturally could bring them to be satisfied by that or think one is cooler or better than the other I don't know if anybody even shows each other these or talks about Oh them, no no like, no again this is a human slot machine I'm not kidding you ever play
1: a slot machine in a casino Yeah
0: yeah no I know it's a, it's it's it just you you put the money in and it makes things light up
1: it's Things light up. You interact yeah. with buttons. There's the sights and sounds. This is all. They all scientifically cater this to keep you playing the machine. Be- yeah. Because so in
0: my mind, in my mind, this is this is. Uh, <clears throat> I I think the, a mistake is conflating this with the entertainment industry. Well, I'm
1: not this saying, is, saying this is has anything to do with uh, the, the the strikes at all or Indiana Jones.
0: I'm just saying this is the next. Wave of entertainment. I think it does. I think it does have something to do with both of those things. Oh, it does. I think, and I think the problem is, is that there's people out there right now who can't tell the difference.
1: You think that you think a younger generation maybe does no difference between that form of entertainment and go seeing like a pole picture? Yes. You mean like they expect to 100%. get they expect to get the same sort of dopamine hit off it? And since they're not going to get it, they won't yes. see it. Yes. So you're basically saying that the demise because of the Zoomers is going to lead to <laughs> be less movies.
0: I think it's not just the zoomers. I think if you talk to your parents now, uh maybe not your specific parents, but like that generation, the boomer generation, their minds are mush now. Uh because of the internet too. You and,
1: think so uh, or be- or because of cable news?
0: It's the same thing. But like they're they're going on the internet, they're going on the cable news, they're they're getting mu- it's the same type of like algorithmic Weird brain smoothing outing uh, entertainment. Sure, I guess. I guess Fox News is 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 just a different older model of the same thing, and it's just it's just positive reinforcement of your worldview and like manipulating your your worldview. And this is the same thing. They're manipulating your behavior by using like shiny things, yeah, like that control you. Uh, You know, same thing. And I think right now people are trying to do that with movies. Uh, And I think I would rather watch a movie that I can have a discussion with somebody about and not have to be like being like, well, let's we both agree that this isn't a movie. But that aside, let's just (laughs) pretend like we're still talking about a movie. We both agree. Is that going to
1: be the next thing? Movies that you're not sure are movies? You're like, what am
0: I watching? I don't know. There's some movies that you watch and you're like this. Like I like I want to like just real quick. I'm not going to I don't want to get into this because it really it's so bad that it doesn't matter. Quantumania to me was like. (laughs) a horrible it, it was like is this a movie i don't know if it is well what defines a movie you have to have right. actors a plot maybe yeah, Maybe? i don't know but there was a plot about it, something about it felt a lot more like a boop, bop, da, boop, da, boop, da, boop, than it did than it did like a coherent movie <laughs> it felt like tiktok live quantum it felt like a, like the person who was giving the notes on the movie was trying to make it more like a slot machine do you think so because, because
1: like, we can put as much shiny things in the background and weird creatures to distract you from not having like a there's, real there's narrative there's
0: like ways of talking in the movie that are there to like make you feel certain emotions without doing the like actual writing work like just little just it, it, it was it's so it's such a cynically made movie. The formula is so cynical. That it, it it feels soulless.
1: You think and that you think, think that was a, the turning point for you for MCU stuff? It's like, wow, this is definitely following a formula. The CG is way over the top, and this I is I was un- already out. And and this movie just exists to set up your next villain for the next Avengers movie so it 's like another it 's like you 're reading a comic issue, knowing that the the actual story and it doesn 't matter at all really yeah. and it 's just to set up the I villain mean, i do
0: that I do that exact thing a lot, but I like sure, you but you're, but the
1: comics aren 't like two hundred million dollar pieces right, of entertainment right.
0: but you can see behind me like i 've got the real comics i 've been out i don 't need like i 'm still on a movie to movie basis with all these franchises like the m c u crack addict what 's going to happen next Element has never really been that exciting for me. Except to yell at my friends about my comic book knowledge, right? Like, I never have been like a lifer in this, but I did enjoy, I do enjoy some of the movies from time to time. I just feel like lately I've been actively not enjoying many more than usual. And I think this is why.
1: Uh, now we're going to talk about Quantum Mane for a little bit. I, I, yeah. I was just going to bring it up. I just can't believe that, you know, they've successfully done the most successful, probably the most successful series of movies of all time. You know, by and large, have been these MCU movies because now it's like twenty movies over twenty movies. They've all turned a profit, I think, but maybe before Quantum medium they all turned some form of a, a, a significant profit, and they all are. They're all about the same quality level. Like even the worst MCU movie is still not like a horrible movie. Like Thor, like Iron Man two and Thor two are still like these Quantum, are wa- these are watchable.
0: Quantum Mania is. But that's what I mean.
1: So, by and large, they've been great caretakers. They did a nice 10 year arc that was like, you're never going to top this, right?
0: Ever since Endgame, it's kind of been.
1: I would argue Endgame was a a far step below Infinity War. Uh, War... That's what
0: I'm saying. Endgame Uh, was the first one for me where I was like, this seems kind of sus. But at least less uh... about the spirit of the movies and more about like marketing. Like yeah, and satisfaction. Tons of tons of like, just
1: hey, congratulate ourselves for t- the last ten years of content. Uh, you know, but I, I but I understood that's how Endgame had to be,
0: and, and a lot of what yeah. I call uh consumer therapy, which is I think another big genre of thing now. Consumer where, therapy, I never heard of that before. Yeah, where, well, this is just what I call it. Where they're like, okay, don't worry, Luke Skywalker and Grogu are okay. They're here, see. Ooh. Don't worry. Well, it's isn't Cedar. that
1: just like an opiate? You're talking about like just a nostalgia opiate, or like, just like they just c- do like entertainment as
0: yeah, like as promised. Finally, the throne is. He gets to be like just. There's all these like there's all these things in the movie that, as it should be, my lord, to make you feel like, better. Like like this it, is yeah. we
1: don't want you to make you feel uncomfortable
0: watching like, any of this. Yeah, they don't want to do. They don't want to make anything. Like, is this character going to die? This is a complex idea that challenges my like perception of society. Like, you know, the things that art are for. You know, like the things that that that, sure. that, that cutting edge entertainment is about making you think about things and expanding. It, it, your- sure, but
1: I, I guess in you know Infinity War, the villain won. And they killed off half of everyone in creation. That's a pretty. Oh,
0: it's an exciting surprise. But I liked Infinity War. That's not what I said. I said Endgame was where I started to go. But you're saying, in general,
1: these these entertainment mediums now are just like, well, you said everything's going to be fine. Don't worry. Don't worry.
0: Rogers is here. You'll be okay. We don't want to to
1: upset you because he wants you to buy the next thing. We want you to watch the next thing.
0: Yes, Han Solo may be dead, but don't worry. He's getting his. Glory. He's got a flashback and we're gonna in the next movie. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> Everything's fine. Like, that's how most movies are. And, and even Indiana Jones. Uh, like, if I wrote Indiana Jones fresh, like, if I was like, somehow magic happened, lightning struck, and I got contacted by Lucasfilm to like make the next Indiana Jones screenplay, draft one, it okay. would have been way darker. If for, they you were, mean like, for the
1: last movie or for the first yeah,
0: movie? No, for Dial of Destiny. If you, they were you like, went we darker? We want to do the last Indiana Jones movie before maybe he's too old. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. whatever the whatever the pitch is before they bring on the writer. Like I would have been like, "Shorty's dead." Like you know, like I would have been like, you know, Indy's got he's starting to murder. You know, like you know, I don't Indy's know. He's like, starting to murder. I'm just saying, like, like he's gone mad. Why are we making one more Indiana Jones movie? We need to we need to ratchet up the stakes for Indiana Jones. We need to force Indiana Jones to do something he doesn't want to do in a way that's not like, "Don't worry, Indy's like." You know, well, you weren't sure what's going to happen. He might have stayed in ancient Greece. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I was thinking was going to happen. He was going to just decide to stay with his books forever and just live out his days as a sad loner. With, no, he was going to hang with out Archimedes. with Archimedes. He was going to hang out with Archimedes. Yeah, no, I, nobody was. That <sighs> <Do you> need...
1: <laughs> I think I think entertainment means a lot it's a lot different what entertainment means to the older generation and my generation, the younger. It's obviously been morphing to
0: the point where it's just your religion now, pretty much.
1: No, no, it, it's the point where, like you said, we want pe- people now look to entertainment to be more comfortable and to ignore real world world problems. Hell, Comic Con's coming up next week. i I, this is the first year i'm not going to comic-con even before now that all the actors and all the studios aren't going to be there uh for it but the more i went to comic-con i was at the comic-con i've been there for almost 15 straight years i first went in 2008 right before it started blowing up in the 2010s when i was like, okay this is nuts but still reasonable then it blew up in the 2010s because you had the zenith of harry potter walking dead you know you got stranger things you got that Star Wars coming back Avengers yeah. M- MCU like yeah L- H, t- 2012 yeah. we'll say that's when it blew up like there's too much pop culture it you could see you could feel it not this I'm trying not to make it cast aspersions upon people that like hey this is your whole life but I got the feeling that it became more of like pop culture became like hey if you're down with this this is like this is you like this is everything that we have identity. is for you, yeah. not as like a one-off entertainment piece. Now you have to live this um, this lifestyle of like, if you like Walking Dead, boy, you gotta you gotta watch this series and the spinoffs, and you have to watch the making of a show or the the talk the Talking Dead afterwards and the comics. Like you can't just enjoy one thing anymore. You have to enjoy and you have to get into these entertainment ecosystems that exist. And the MCU is probably the the biggest one responsible because you had to see every movie to make it make sense. Like you had to, right? For the most part. You can go see Infinity War or Endgame, but unless you saw other movies, you might be lost about what the fuck is this a reference to? That didn't exist before like 10 years ago where like you had to buy into these ecosystems or else you were lost.
0: Yeah, it's true. And I mean, they did. It did exist, but it was like nerds only doing it. Well, it was still more like motivated by the nerds themselves than like the companies like literally like feeding you like you're a pet. Well, no, you know, well, like, b-
1: but before it was like, okay, we well, have a new movie, a new Star Wars movie comes out every three years, but that's all you need to understand the movies. Or like James Bond movies are kind of self-contained. Um, you don't need to like know all the lore. Uh, Indiana right. Jones movies are are standalones. Uh, like it, it became more of like again, you have to buy into all of it. You yeah. have to become like your Not identity good. has to be kind of married to to, to it's this. It's religion. It's literally religion. It's a church, bro. Like what yes. you're describing right now is a church. So that's why I got scared. I got likematic. Like, so I, stupid. It's dogmatic, like you said. Like I started going to more comic cons, and I'm just like, I can s- tell the people that are just there, this is cool, but like, you can tell the people that are that are like, wow, this is this is their life, like they yeah. they, they live like this is it, this oh, yeah. is what they live for, and I think I became a little more cynical with that, and obviously the merchandise you see being made obviously doesn't help. I think I, I was walking around with our, our pal Andre at one convention uh, at one uh, uh, San Diego Comic Con, it was like four years ago, maybe right before the pandemic. And I saw a Chewbacca light switch plate, like literally the plate around your light switch. And I think that was with the moment where he saw me, where I said, I think I'm done. Uh, like, this is like, this is it. I said, all this shit you see is going to be in a landfill in like 25 years. Like all this shit is like, like, that's where the cynicism hit me to the point where it was crystallized, where I can't imagine being the person that would, like, once you start buying light plate switches that are Star Wars themed, like, how far down are you? Like, we're like, that's your
0: identity. <laughs> I could see that in your kid's room, right? But, like, I, it it really does feel like... I don't really think your kids does, want that. It does really... I mean, like, we all wore underoos. It just feels... It just feels like the goal... I don't know if it's the goal, but it feels like, as an intelligent, cultured individual, who, like I said, I'm an English major, so, like, Dissecting texts and thinking about things (laughs) literarily is like what I learned how to do for my life, right? Like, it seems like earnest enjoyment is like, like they honestly want to erode it. It honestly seems like genuine earnest enjoyment is like contrary to capitalism now. Because I I just think, I just think with they'd rather just lock you down. Well, I think
1: it's also partially. That's a good point. They want to lock you down because there's so many more av- avenues of entertainment that they used to be. Your attention yeah. can be like like 15, 20 years ago, your attention was divided by what's on the internet, what's on LiveLeaks.com or whatever, or what you know, or what's on my my website forum. Uh, once you get smartphones, now. We're competing. Now we're making movies that we're competing with literally your time with a device always in your pocket where you can watch entertainment for free 24 hours a day. So maybe that's unf- the unfortunate, like it's like the attention wars we're in now where everyone's vying for a, a piece of your attention pie. And this is like the unnatural end game of it. Pardon that end game pun is that, wow, we have to get you into the ecosystem to make sure that you're married to us. We yeah. want you we want the relationship with you first it's and foremost. Literally,
0: it's literally like the Catholic Church in like sixteen twenty five. Like it's literally like that same vibe. Like everything in your life has to be like they're just trying to make as many rules and things about what it means to be a fan that you can't get out of it, that your money has to go, however much percentage of your income has to go to the church. It has to go to Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, it has to go to the Church of the Force or you have, the you have, you of, have to
1: buy the uh, Wookie- Thanos or
0: whatever. You have to buy,
1: you have to buy the, the figures. You have to buy the, the Wookiee light cover, which I, I almost yeah. feel like I have to buy it now. I have to find this thing and buy it. Yeah, uh, how dare you watch Quantumania before watching, uh, you know, Moon Knight. Or no, or how dare you watch Endgame without watching? Uh, how dare you watch? What was What was a good example? Like, like you, you could have watched Multitude of Madness and understood it, but if you didn't see Wandavision, you were not getting nearly
0: out of even, that what you would Even would've. before, even before that, like even like uh, the 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 second Captain America movie is like you really need to know what's going on, or like. Civil War, you really need to know what's going on to like care about the drama of that movie. Sure. Like it's it's uh I don't know. Everybody uh do me a favor if you're if you're watching this. If you if you spent here, if you sat here for 2 hours and you said, "I think I agree with these guys." Here's what you can do for yourself. And if, even if you've never done this before. Go watch a movie at a movie theater that only has one screen and does that at shows movies that aren't in their initial theater run. I know that it's hard for some people. to drive. It's hard to find those those theaters, but it's not that hard. Like uh, uh, okay, most people who live far away from one of those have to drive far to do everything. So, so not a not local a local
1: do. mom and pop theater that they do like they do like hey we're gonna do a festival like a I don't know like we're, we're gonna do like a Frankenheimer themed yeah. week or whatever. I
0: live I live in uh, L. A. It's it's a, I live in a bubble of this. I understand that it's because I'm from the land where the fantasy worlds come from. I get it, but they're everywhere. You can go watch old movies and, and in theaters. And then and, and do me a favor and at those screenings, look at the audience and try and be like those people. Try you, and tr- be be 68 years old watching an old rom com no, from 54. No, like, well, I mean, what do you mean? Actually, no. Like honestly, like when I go, to, like okay, tomorrow's my birthday. Happy birthday! Thank you. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm going to see a two o'clock matinee of the fifth element. Okay.
1: So, so find a a theater near you, a, a small theater that does like maybe during the week, they only do them. They do one off showings of, of older films.
0: Yes, exactly. Just, just do yourself, do yourself the solid of actually going to see something that exists only because people are excited to see it. Find find
1: find some theater that will do like, hey, this week is John Carpenter week, and we're going to show yeah, like find, the thing find and
0: some find some rare shrine of earnest enjoyment out there and go pay some respect. That, to something. In that's that
1: divorced from a multi conglomerate giant yes. corporation that's worth 150 billion dollars that wants to control every form of entertainment.
0: Yeah. I look. Like, you don't have to do this all the time. I get that it's fun to just be a shitlord and and get and watch the movies. I we both went and saw a Dial of Destiny. We both saw.
1: I California. almost I almost did not. I, yeah. I was I was like, you know what? I gotta discuss this maybe with Alex.
0: Otherwise, I might not have seen yeah. it. You're, but you're glad you saw it. I don't it know rollo- if I I don't know, rollo- if, I I don't know if I am. I honestly don't know if I am. I mean, I think maybe you got some like larger like nostalgia like versus you know, i did not in get
1: nostalgia i got nostalgia out of seeing crystal skull i did not get nostalgia out of this because it
0: wasn't nostalgia because he wasn't doing indiana jones things really in this <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know but i just I, the point is we all like to consume the crap we all go to mcdonald's we all do the shitty stuff it's impossible not to we live in america it's just part of what our culture is we can't escape it however real stuff still exists uh, that exists purely because people like it and you should explore and you should have a mind of your own when it comes to entertainment and if you like something, yes there is more stuff out there like it yes, there is a system behind it yes, the people who made it were thinking yes, you, you can find intertext- people like you that there think is the same organic, way there is organic intertextuality between things without it having to be officially licensed and branded and have a <laughs> point after the credits
1: Alex, what do you got going on? you want to promote or anything?
0: go listen to my podcast, Shaluminati. go listen to my let 's play show Super Beard Bros ten years on YouTube. Uh, congrats on your fifteen years uh, and uh, Who's 15 if years? You, my, my if fifteen years you, yeah <laughs> and uh, you know we 're all old YouTube people now, and if you like talking about media, you can go check out my new podcast that i 'm doing where i 'm watching in context in order the entire old canon of Star Wars in order. You can go watch that. It's a Star Wars old canon book club. Uh, Go check it out. There's watch-alongs, there's Patreon, there's all kinds of great stuff. Uh, You can go get out of that. But if you want to relive Star Wars from no media to all of it and kind of track and kind of Look in an through an anthropological way and try and see what they were thinking and how they're trying to expand Star Wars and track the birth and death of a giant media. <laughs>
1: the death. Are you are you going over those books that were like semi-canon before they decided upon the the proper like the ones that were made after Star Wars when came out? Those are you, you mean gonna...
0: Splinter of the Mind's Eye? Yeah, you're gonna do that stuff. Episode Episode Three. There episode you go. It's already it's already live. Star so Holiday Special, Episode Four, live now. On the I,
1: I love Check that out. because it like pushes back on those people that thought Lucas was a genius. Where it's like, oh yeah, he had all nine of these episodes planned out, and it's just like, no, he really didn't.
0: He-. Oh, real talk though, you should read the first like five sentences of the first Star Wars book because you'd be surprised how much you did have planned out. I will say that as if that's a little trailer for you to go. He watch had a show. general
1: idea. Yes, but like yeah. he didn't have, like, well, Leia's gonna be, uh, you know, Luke's oh, no, L- that Luke's specific sister. plot point,
0: absolutely not. He, he, you know, he is hot for teacher for like, and he
1: also did not have Vader being uh, Luke's daddy at first. No, no,
0: no, the, so the these Skywalker family stuff is all
1: that was all like, hey, we got to make this Kirchner, interesting, probably. We, yeah, we need a plot twist. How do we do? I mean, it works.
0: It's probably Lawrence Kasdan who did it, I bet
1: you think so. He's like, you know what, this could be interesting, but that
0: dude is a genius, that dude is a legit genius. Kasdan.
1: I did read. I did read the novelization of Empire, which is like ninety eight percent the same, except that Yoda was a blue gnome. Is that spoilers for your podcast? He was not. Uh,
0: no, that's like the next thing we're about to do. But oh, I, I actually have the. Uh, uh, no, it's all good. I actually have the book uh, that has like all the all the art. Yeah. Uh, from the Lucasfilm archives and I've seen the concept art of the Blue Gnome and he is fucking weird looking. Yeah, it's
1: not it's not Yoda. Like it's no. like it's it means the same words and stuff but like it's yeah. not no, it, visually it it looks, close. Like, it looks
0: like a Jim Henson like like I don't even know like John Denver character. It's, like fucking, Denver. it's fucking weird.
1: And, and there is I think there's also is there concept art of Yoda when he was like a hulking, like big muscular guy with a beard? Am I th- am I thinking that up or there was something? Dude, I'll
0: will send you some pictures. I, I still have it somewhere. I, I it's it's a neat book. I, I bagged it at Disneyland like twenty years ago. It was a grand time.
1: Before before we, we sign off, uh, but when you get to episode nine, when it becomes yeah. a mess because whatever. You never f-
0: in in my world there is no episode nine. That's the grandest part. What uh, my 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 world ends in twenty fourteen. Uh, oh really so the, it's like that's, you're in a, that's when the canon ends you know
1: let me know when you get to dark forces the video game stuff and i can oh. come in and discuss that
0: yeah we're almost there because that's dark
1: the forces thing. is like a great concept and brilliant and kyle katarn has been
0: erased from star wars canon because all those
1: games were canon before can disney you, bought it. i ask you
0: a question since i know you now know about you care about kyle katarn isn't <laughs> it wild that Jin ursa was a character in star wars rogue one have you ever thought about that yeah, very
1: similar to the look of uh, his his comrade and, and, and all those flying the ship. Yeah, yeah,
0: and her name is Jan Ors, by the way.
1: Yeah, and she dresses somewhat similar. Yeah, and and yeah. then what's his name from Andor dresses Cassie almost and exactly. Andor. Ca- he dresses exactly like Kyle Katarn. Yes, he even has his gun.
0: The, he, has his gun.
1: he has his vest and everything. Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, then Actually, like Andor, Did you watch Andor?
1: No, but okay. I'm like when I saw that I'm like, why not just put Kyle Katarn into Rogue One
0: and have Pat- that be the character? Next time I I know, but next time that we do this, I want to, I want to, I want to talk about Andor with you.
1: Well, that finally get, cause I'm out, I'm out of Star Wars. I tapped out. Will that get me back to the Star Wars? Yes. Were you, I, I did you like Rogue One? I, I thought it was pretty good.
0: I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was like, I, I definitely loved it way more than Dial of Destiny. I it was <laughs> yes, much, yes. But, yes. but Andor is, a, is on another level from Rogue One. Andor is a real show.
1: It's It's, crazy. It's not just like Baby Yoda and lightsabers. There's like real characters and drama. I think
0: it's the best you know how discerning I am. You know how are you? how, (laughs) How eclectic my taste is, right? Yeah. This is the best TV show that was on TV last year. Shut up. Really? Mon Mothma was not on my short list for being my favorite character on TV. <laughs> my, my, I'm not fucking joking. Go In her show. white in her white flowing gown. Bro? It's like the crown, dude. And actually like a couple of people from the crown are actually on there. Just go go watch the show. All right, I don't have Disney Plus.
1: You got you got to, you got to, you I'll give your you password. My
0: login. I'll I'll pirate <laughs> it. I'm punk i punk like that.
1: I'll get you banned from Disney stuff. All right, <laughs> Alex, it was great to catch up with you. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. I'm Pat Contry. I'm at Well, if you're watching me you kind of know where I'm at, but I don't know. Alex is honestly that found me at Pat the NES punk on Twitter at Country code on Instagram. Find me I, on
0: Threads. Uh, uh,
1: Threads is coming. Threads is a coming. Find me on Threads. Uh, F- the one F- time N-A-H. I want to. The one time I'm rooting for Zuckerberg ever is him versus Elon. I hope they actually well, no, fight. If they
0: fight. Dude, he's looking kind of fit. He's looking kind of good.
1: Oh, Zuckerberg trains MMA. Yeah, he's, he's
0: looking kind of ready.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's a he's still a lizard person, so everything's sort of like auto, automaton when he's fighting, yeah. probably. But you I know. still
0: think it would be like watching Bruce Lee in one of those martial arts competitions where he like drops some dude in like five seconds. I think that's anyway. Let's get out of here. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about we'll
1: talk about how weird YouTube uh, and celebrity boxing is on the next episode of yes. the Not So Common Podcast. Yes. <laughs> Take care, everyone. Goodbye.